it's me, it's me, it's the D-O-double-G, the road dog, Jesse James, and by my side, as always, is that B-A-double-D-A-double crooked letter, badass Billy Gunn. Together we are the New Age Outlaws, and you're listening to the VOC Nation. And if you ain't down with that, he's got two words for you. Suck it. VOC Nation provides live daily streaming shows where fans have the ability to interact with the hosts and guests by phone call, email, and Twitter. VOC Nation hosts include the legendary Ken Resnick, who you probably remember from the AWA and WWE, former WCW performer, the Maestro, Wes Briscoe, who you probably remember from Impact, Brady Hicks, who you remember from Pro Wrestling Illustrated, former WWE and TNA star Shelly Martinez, and former Philly radio personality Bruce Wirt. VOC Nation's two most popular shows are Wrestling With History, featuring Ken Resnick and Bruce Wirt, streaming live on Wednesday nights at 9.30 Eastern, and of course, In The Room, featuring Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks and WCW alum The Maestro. And by the way, both of these shows take callers live during the show. What are you waiting for? Go listen live right now at VOCNation.com and subscribe to all of our podcasts by searching for VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. Oh, and follow them on Twitter, too, at VOCNation. Hey, this is a Total Package, Lex Luger. You're listening to the VOC Nation. Don't miss out. Check out In the Room. Every Tuesday night at 9. Listen in. Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks, former WCW star Stro Maestro, Kathy Fitz, Matt Grimm. And you and Ray are there, too. Right, Ray? We sure are. And we've got great guests like Lex Luger, AJ Styles, Taku, and more. It's a heck of a party. Plus, I didn't get thrown off uh, buildings. And then uh, I didn't get pregnant either. Sometimes I think it gets so ridiculous. We were getting into, like, snuff film territory there. In the room. 9 p.m. Eastern on VOC Nation. Wrestling with History, the voice of choice, and Killer Ken Resnick. When I die, they're going to open me up and find about 2,000 undigested Northwest Airline cheese omelets. Mr. Chris Cruz, what's going on? Jesus, how did I get roped into this? General Adnan went to school with Saddam Hussein. He cried, I cried, he cried, and who could have Adnan lost a lot of family in the Iraqi war. Everybody loves Granny. Wow. Yeah, see, a lot of people don't know that. Yes, Taylor, you guys are busting me up. Catch Wrestling With History with Ken Resnick and I live on VOCNation.com Wednesday nights at 9.30 Eastern Time or listen to the podcast by searching VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. Stadium Journey, the worldwide leader in stadium reviews for the traveling sports fan, is proud to present the Stadium Journey podcast on VOC Nation. Join us as we talk with prominent figures from around the sports world to discuss issues pertaining to sports travel and stadiums around the globe. New episodes air on VOC Nation Wednesdays at 6 p.m. Join Paul Baker, Dave Cartney, Mark Viquez, Dan Calachico, and guests from throughout the sports world on the Stadium Journey podcast on VOC Nation. Each and every Thursday night, check it out. WCW star Stro Maestro takes you on a journey. It's WCW Retro. Talking old school match of the week. Talking dream matches. Taking your calls and looking back on an incredible career of acting, entertaining, and wrestling. Check it out. VOCNation.com. WCW Retro. Be sure to call in Thursday nights, 9 Eastern, on the VOC Nation Radio Network. Rock and Roll Union and North Step Productions, in conjunction with Boo Ray Atlantic City, proudly present Jersey Shore Jam 2. 
May 15th, featuring As We Become Ghosts and Rat Rod. It's been a long, cold winter, and now it's time to rock. Also appearing, the Rock and Roll Union house band Shades of Grey, playing all of your favorites from the 60s to now. All COVID regulations will be in place. Tickets are available at eventbrite.com and are extremely limited, so get them before they run out. Doors open at 6 and showtime is at 7. Rat Rod, As We Become Ghosts, and Shades of Grey. Jersey Shore Jam 2, May 15th at Boo Ray, 201 South New York Avenue, Atlantic City. Did I mention there's free parking? Don't miss it. Yo, this is Jerry Stein of the Nasty Boys. Yeah, Brian Knobs here. You get ready to get nasty. Well, listen to the VOC Nation, baby, because it's about to get nasty all around and up in this mother. Get ready. Nasty Sensation is coming at you. The worldwide leader in entertainment. This is the VOC Nation Radio Network. What's up? This is the phenomenal one, AJ Salzman. You're in the room with Brady Hicks. And uh, Brady Hicks here. So happy to be back with you guys once again. Woo! I can't wait. It's going to be a great show. Yes, if you're watching us on YouTube, be sure to check us out on YouTube as well. Uh, just search VOC Nation as well. Uh, and uh, be sure to uh, check us out on there uh, because it's lots of great video content. I understand uh, we're going to start chopping the stuff into segments so you guys will be able to see our really kind of Check stuff, yeah, choppy choppy, as uh, as uh, Kai and Kai used to say, right, Kat? Uh, Kathy Fitz, everybody, what's going on? I don't know why I, <laughs> that was the intro for you. What's going on, Kat? Uh, good, it's good to have you, baby. How you doing? I'm doing good. I, I'm, I, I'm excited to be back. It's, uh, it's going to be a great time once again. Uh, <laughs> and uh, joining us once again as well... You one and only maestro of professional wrestling, wrestler, actor, entertainer, uh, probably a great chess player as well. What's going on, Stro Maestro? Uh, from time to time. <laughs> great to see you, Zero. Good to see you. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm so excited. Uh, word of the week for me has to be Bobby Lashley. I, mean, I can't wait, wait till we talk about that later. Uh, yeah, we definitely have to dig into that because I am stoked about that one. Uh, once again, 914-338-1885. And I want to introduce also, joining us once again, uh, Matt Grimm. Matt, my friend, we're back once again. Uh, I, WWE and, and all that jazz, uh, 
in spite of all that. Well, actually, I didn't think it was that bad, but how are you doing, Matt? I'm doing okay. I'm doing okay. You know, and look, I, it's rare that I say stuff like this, but the pay-per-view was okay. It wasn't terrible. Um, and right. Bobby Lashley is now looking like he's in a prime position to be the top heel on Raw. So good for him. I mean, I think he's, he's, he's well-equipped for the role. I, listen, I think it's going to be amazing. Uh, for once, I feel like uh, as we build toward WrestleMania, uh, I look at things and I think they're not that bad, by and large. They're not that bad. Um, a lot of their booking actually makes sense. And sure, like a lot of it is kind of strange because the shows are long and uh, there's way too many people to invest in. But, um, yeah, I, I feel like a lot of what they're doing right now makes sense. And, and I'm, by and large, I'm very, very happy with the way things are. So uh, I definitely want to talk to you guys tonight about that, about Bobby Lashley, who looked incredible. Um, I, it, it baffles me, uh, just beyond belief, Matt, uh, that Bobby Lashley has never gotten the Brock Lesnar treatment uh, because this guy is everything you could possibly want in a heavyweight champion. Yeah, he is. And it's... You're right. It is surprising because he's, I mean, he's built like a tank. He can move. He's like, he's, he's faster than you would expect someone built like him would be. Um, I mean, he's got a similar type of background as Lesnar, you know, pro wrestling transitions to MMA comes back to pro Mm -hmm. wrestling. Um, And I mean, like he really, he did kind of come into his own and impact and, they just kind of initially squandered it at first when he came. Like they, he had the, the, those couple matches with Roman Reigns where they traded wins, and then mm-hmm. it just became apparent that they were never going to treat him the way they treated Roman Reigns. And then he just dropped off, and he became a, like a pseudo comedy act almost for a while. But it's good to it's see that, like, you it, know, with, with the hurt business has, has done right by him um, in terms of you know getting him back on the right track. And I look, I think you know. If he, as as the top heel on Raw, I mean, I think the sky's the limit for him right now. Absolutely, Stro. I was just saying to you earlier, actually, um, because we were talking about Bobby Lashley, and and obviously you know him personally. I, I I've met him a couple of times and stuff, uh, Kathy. I believe you have as well. Uh, but I was saying mm-hmm. that like I felt like he was so close to it when he was doing the Impact Wrestling stuff. And um, because it was like everything that was different from WWE, we actually got to see him. We got to see his personality and, and, you know, he was a tough guy, uh, but you know, it just, he, he never quite connected on WWE television. And I felt like it was very frustrating to watch him do really well in impact and then come back to WWE and just kind of jump back. Like it was 2010 again. Like it was just like, like not nothing. And uh, uh I mean we 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 got a glimpse. Yeah, yeah. I mean the guys could do it all. I mean he's aside from his training and background with the military, I mean this guy he he can go with the best of them. He can dress in sharp three piece suits. He can be a monster when he wants to be. He can be a teddy bear when he wants to be. And uh that my God, that match the other night with Strowman, I mean what a beast. I mean this this guy is like the secret weapon of the WWE has had all along. Seriously, it's like Weapon X, Matt. It's like why why are they why are they not unleashing this guy? I, I look. I mean, if you wanted to draw up the Weapon X 
thing. It's well, when Wolverine <laughs> broke out of the Weapon X facility, he, he you know, he, he he killed a bunch of people and like it was bloody well, and violent and I mean, and I think Lashley would do the same. Now, <laughs> uh, right? I, at least in character, yeah, it seems like he would do the same. I mean, like, look, I think he's he's an okay babyface, but I think he's great as a heel. And I mean, this is. Well, you know, assuming you put him in the right scenario, the, the stuff that he had going with Lana when he was feuding with uh, with Miro or Rusev at the time, like that, that wasn't very good. But this is much, much better. And have an MVP with him, even though I don't really think he needs a mouthpiece as a heel. I mean, it's that's just the icing on the cake. I think it works. I, I think it really works, yeah. you know. Um, I understand the original plan that they had for it. Well, it's like a nation of domination type group, but I, I think what they're doing right now, it just works. You know, it's just three guys that are just frustrated and angry and just want to literally, like, to, to, to paraphrase Matt, they just want to hurt people, you know? And I think it works so well. It fits so well with what Bobby Lashley's trying to do. Um, I am surprised that he's not the one that they chose to finally beat Drew McIntyre, but I think I like this way a little bit better with The Miz and everything. Uh, I like it better because... You know, now at WrestleMania, that's a match that we don't know what's going to happen if they do if they go that way, which I really am hoping that's what they're going to do, uh, because to me that right. makes the most sense. And I look, I feel like it also helped kind of protect Drew a little bit because, look, I mean, I I would say almost the inverse for Drew of what I said with Lashley. I think Drew is a good heel, but I think he's a better babyface, and. Lashley, I think the opposite. So, you know, I, it kind of protects McIntyre a little bit. It, 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 his loss of the title at Elimination Chamber. I mean, it was the title was stolen from him. Um, it does, that 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 did nothing to make him look weaker. And look, I, he's going to come into WrestleMania, ideally, you know, fired up and angry, and we're going to have yeah uh, a, a pretty interesting clash of the titans. Um, coming up. It's going to be amazing. It, it, it is. And, I, I uh, hope quietly, so. I, Kathy, I, have, I have hope for this. <laughs> and also, I can officially, because Derek isn't here, Kathy, I can claim victory in our long debate, Derek and I, about who's going to be bigger in the long run, Kofi Kingston or The Miz. The Miz is now the first ever two-time Grand Slam champion. Woo! <laughs> 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 and that's not a statement that I love the Miz. I just always said he was going to be bigger than Kofi when all when all things were done. And uh, oh, <laughs> I am only playing, of course. I don't want to get into it when he calls in tonight, Kathy. So nine one four three three eight eighteen eighty five is the number to call in tonight if you guys want to check in and of course uh, talk. Whatever you guys want to talk about tonight. I, actually, Stro, I was, uh, I'm sure you noticed, uh, people who are watching this on video, I was digging through my gimmicks while Matt was talking. Uh, I, wanted to, uh, I wanted to do something very special for you guys, and I was thinking about it. And I think how I want to do this is uh, I, I, I went to my, my parents' house, Matt, this weekend. And, uh, by the way, I was amazed at how many magazines I had just tucked away in different places, you know. Uh, but I'm so glad that I found them, that I was the one that found them. Uh, but I also found yeah. – I'm only Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> Some I of them were stuck to the say, floor. I couldn't even like – were so they old. Brady? 
there were stacks of PWIs, Kathy. Going back as far yeah, as the, uh, sure. the 60s. So. <laughs> <laughs> Inside wrestling and the wrestler. Uh, no, I actually I brought home my action oh. figures, my, my bag of action figures, Matt. And uh, I want to do something very special for the YouTube crowd. So I think what I want to do is I'm, I'm going to hold up the action figure, and this is the wrestler of the week. Okay, so the first person on YouTube that leaves a comment for who this is, uh, we will give you guys a $10 gift certificate to a gift card to Amazon. Uh, so just for playing along. Kathy, I really wish you could see this because I know you're going to laugh a ton. And by the way, Ratboy's not eligible for this because he's waiting in the wings. He's watching right now. Uh, but it, it's going to be very special. And here he is, uh, the man of the hour, too sweet to be sour. <laughs> so I'm holding him up. I'm holding up, up. I couldn't find his belt. But for the first person that can name who that wrestler is, and we'll show him periodically throughout the show, uh, I, I will. Uh, <laughs> I will. Uh, and it has to be in the YouTube comments, of course. I will. Um, <laughs> I will offer a $10 Amazon gift card. So uh, 914-338-1885. Uh, so there's that. You know, there's all that stuff going on. Ratboy, when I bring you on, you better not talk about it. You got to keep your mouth shut, Ratboy. No jokes, no no hints, nothing, because uh, people need to be able to see this for themselves. Uh, <laughs> oh man. So, yeah, nine one four three three eight eighteen eighty five. Elimination Chamber, I thought was really good in a lot of different ways. Uh, I was really happy, Matt. For example, uh, we were talking about Cesaro. I was happy that Daniel Bryan got put in that spot where he got to you know run through the chamber. Um, and then Roman Reigns destroyed him. I'm glad it wasn't Cesaro. So there is still like that inkling of hope that at some point Cesaro could be the guy to get to do this. Because they made him look strong as hell on Sunday. I suppose we'll need to see how he's treated on SmackDown this week. Um, well, yeah, I mean, that, that, that's the, that's the yeah, thing. I wasn't a fan of whoever won immediately had to fight Roman Reigns as soon as the match was over. I mean, that's... I, I, it just. I figured that's the what they were going for. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's it's just, but it, it's just a foregone conclusion. It's like it doesn't matter who wins it because they're not going to beat Roman if Roman's music hits as you know they're still on the mat catching their breath. So, yeah, I, I feel like I, I wish they'd structured that a little differently. Maybe put like one, even one match in between them or some something to to build the suspense a little bit. But, I mean, the, all, all the guys in there performed well. I agree. I, I agree. I thought it was a very good show. Uh, I thought it was a very good match, Kathy. Um, and, I, yeah, I mean, like I said, there ain't a whole lot that WWE did wrong with that show. And uh, certainly that match was exciting. Matt, it kind of brought me back to the days of, like, early uh, – not early ECW, but, like, the first pay-per-view. You remember they did that triple threat match? It was, like, Stevie Richards. Uh, I think it was the Sandman and um, Terry Funk. And the winner got to fight Raven. And they made it like, yes. you know, that'll happen during the course of the night. And Raven, of course, came out as soon as that brutal triple threat match was over. And I say brutal in a good way. Um, that's when Terry Funk emerged, and he had to fight Raven right away. Yep, yep. Wasn't that how it went? I think that's how it went. Barely I want to say it was. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm not 100% sure, but I, I feel yeah, like I remember sure it, it going down that way. Yeah. 
That was it, Kathy? That was, I think that's the way it went. That's the way I remember it. I'm, I'm pretty sure it was, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, lots to talk about tonight as we build toward WrestleMania. I was also disappointed, Matt, I, and I wanted to mention this. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh, boy. Because it sucks. It's it coming. Sucks. We were complaining. Well, we were complaining that Elimination Chamber gets thrown in right before WrestleMania. Were you guys aware uh, that they're going to throw in another whole pay-per-view before WrestleMania besides Elimination Chamber? Yeah, I heard that. Yeah, they so said what's Fastlane? So stupid. So yeah. stupid. Well, yeah, what, like, what are you going to do? Well, like, what could you possibly put on? You ruin all your that matches. Has, right. Either you ruin the matches or you have to put on a show that has absolutely no stakes. And that's not a good idea either. Yeah. Yeah. Now, a I question. mean, I did, did any of you guys watch too the soon, interview Matt. between? Did you, any of you guys Sorry. watch the uh, interview between Steve Austin and Sasha Banks? I was going to bring yes. that up too. I was oh, going to bring that up too. I um, I did, and I also saw what uh, John Finnegan, the ECW ref, had to say about it, which is part of the reason I watched it, Kathy. Um, not yeah. that I probably wouldn't have eventually, but I, I, I thought she came off as very arrogant throughout the whole thing. I really did. Oh yeah. Um, I'm not yeah, just saying that because he did. Yeah. Um, and I actually, I, you know what, because I watched that and, and I definitely recommend people check it out because it was good. She gave you a lot of insight into stuff, but I watched that one. And then I went back and I watched the Bailey one that I had never watched, which was like, Night and day different, Stro, that those two girls. It's amazing that they could be best friends. It's like their outlook on everything, just so completely different. Um, that interview was like, I don't, even, I don't even think you could begin to compare them. It was so funny. Cause I, I think Sasha tried too much uh, for a bit to stay in character, mm-hmm. more or less. And, but but I there was see moments. That. But there was moments in the interview that it really, you know, you, you could see like she almost broke down talking about Dusty Rhodes and mm-hmm. um, t- yeah. talking about de- their depression and how she got through it and everything. I mean, those were the high moments for me. I mean, it, that was really, really cool. Yeah, really, really cool. Uh, I really enjoyed uh, Kathy when she talked about um, when she left WWE for five months after they left, after they lost the tag title. And like, she was very honest about like being disappointed about that. We, we basically talked about that the entire time she was gone. Um, you know, because like the rumors were like she was like crying on the floor in the hallway and stuff, and they didn't bring that up. Uh, but she yeah. basically said like, yeah, like she was so bummed about the direction that they took, you know. Um, I think you're right, Stroh. I think a lot of it she was just trying to like stay in character, you know. So I don't know. But then Bailey comes on, and like like I said, like Bailey was like all uplifting. And, like, so mature about the whole thing. And it was like, I, I don't know. Like, I got so much more out of what Bailey had to say than Sasha. I, I, maybe it was like, Matt, did you watch this interview? Do, do you have, do you, have, did you see any of this? I saw only about the first two minutes. But, uh, you know, after that, that was, that was it. I haven't watched the rest of it yet. Well, you probably saw enough to get turned off then because, like, the first thing she said was, like, she's, like, the greatest, like, woman wrestler ever. 
Yeah, I, I I wish she hadn't kind of done that. I mean, it's even within yeah, it the first like sixty seconds of the interview, I had a bad taste in my mouth about. I mean, people watch the Steve Austin interviews to see the real people behind the character. They don't they don't watch them to like if I if I want your character, I'll go follow your Instagram feed or or, or something. But people who watch the Stone Cold interviews don't do that to see you know, just the character. They want to see the, the real person. And she wasn't, look, either that wasn't the real person or if it is the real person, then that's regrettable. Um, but yeah, it, it, it did leave an initial bad impression with me. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I want to talk about that tonight. Of course, 914-338-1885 is the number to call in if you guys uh, want to check in. And we are going to go to the callers actually. Uh, I think first we're going to go to um, first we're going to go to to uh, <laughs> Harry Barnett is joining us and Harry's joining us by video so I apologize for anybody that um, is watching us on video and doesn't disclaimer look at Harry <laughs> yeah, can, can we edit this in post can we do like a clown filter or something like a, uh, I don't know. what, what What's going on, Harry? How you do? Whoa! Look at you. You're in your uh, Thunderdome outfit. I'm just, I'm just amazed that I can actually see you for once, so I can, I can verbally make fun of what I see, rather than just, uh, you know, making fun of the, the bad memories that I have of you. Oh. <laughs> so what's going on, Harry? Harry, by the way, Harry did a very nice thing, Matt. I was really, really proud of him. It shows such personal growth. Uh, Harry offered me his front row seat for the Thunderdome on Monday night, and I forgot to take him up on it. I said, yeah, and then I never clicked on the link because I, I didn't watch Raw Live. <laughs> well, that could have been me there. It could have been you there. I didn't just uh, was... offer that link out to just about anyone that would take it. So uh, <laughs> yeah, I, wouldn't take it, I wouldn't take it personally. You know, I, yeah, but I obviously – yeah, but obviously you thought of me when no one else answered, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You were like yeah. the 307th and, and person that That's I Right, uh, so there were 306 to. people who didn't want it, and then you asked me, That's and I pretty, was like, sure. Pretty high ranking. I, yeah, I know. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. You've gone like up the at 500. least, you know, <laughs> you, you, you've gone up at least uh, 112 spots since. No. Uh, what do you have to do? Because I, I know, I, I know that like, Kind of like the PWI 500 ranking in a way. Like, what do you have to do to get in the front row of that thing, Harry? Because I like when when they said they were doing this, I thought this is the dumbest thing in the world. Because there are thousands of these cameras all around the ring. Like, how do you know that you're going to be on there? You don't. You don't. So what's the point? I well, I don't entirely know because I've I've done it. I want to say two, three times. Mm-hmm. Um, the first time I got on, I could not find myself anywhere. I think that was a raw. Yeah, yeah, um, it was a raw. raw? Could not yeah. find myself anywhere. Yeah. Second time I did it, it was on a SmackDown, and the first segment, I think it was like a Daniel Bryan interview. I found myself behind him when they sort of flipped the camera to <laughs> um, right. the, the the camera, the hard camera side. Yeah, and then literally after that first segment for the entire show. I, I could literally see myself on camera the entire time. So I think it's, it depends on your reactions, if they like you, if you have a stupid face like yours and they don't want you on TV. 
They might want it on TV. Though. And they also <laughs> said that they don't want advertising. I saw that. So, like, me wearing a shirt of myself probably won't go very far. I mean, they, they clearly don't care about being sued for um, bootlegging because, well, I mean, you would be sued, not them. They're the one advertising it, though. It's not <laughs> like... Uh... <laughs> Good one, Rat Boy. Yeah, we keep Rat Boy on the camera, by the way, just so he can kind of chime in muted. So that's always... Uh, was he providing his own subtitles, though? Uh, yeah, well, you can't see him? I, he, I can. I just okay. I, I wasn't looking at the time. I was, I was looking yeah. at Hold you. it up again, Rat Boy. As much as Hold I don't want to do that, I don't yeah. want to look at him even more. It, it, Hold it up. Yeah, like in those 1930s movies with the subtitles. <laughs> he doesn't know how to spell London. That's why it's just bridges falling down. Uh he has surprising, <laughs> surprising penmanship for, for someone. Um, he probably didn't write it. Yeah. Hello, Harry. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, he he's learning. We we've clearly taught him well in the past uh, ten years. Well, it's like you know how they can train monkeys to do sign language. Exactly. Exactly. You know? <laughs> I can't do it, but but there are some monkeys that can. This is the only one that I, I know, Kathy. Well, you can't see me. It's like this. It's like this, like that. And, and I know it's bad, so you probably shouldn't. Uh, oh, Brady. You probably so shouldn't bad. do that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> 914-338-1885 uh, is the number tonight, of course. Uh, so, so, Harry, so, you, so basically you register for this thing every week, and then you offer it to other people? Is that like your gimmick now? No, no, no. Um, so when you do it, I think when you do it once, whether whether you get through or not, um, they will then send you the email every time there's a show. Uh, is that Virgil? No. <laughs> uh, see, I, I, I've got things that I've actually printed. You know, I don't just uh, get random access. Well, we're actually having a contest, so I'm going to have to redact that when it goes up. But the first person in the comments uh, that says this wrestler's name is going to get is going to get a ten dollar Amazon gift card. Okay, so so I get the Amazon gift card. Well, no, and I'm going to censor that you said that, and you're not eligible because okay. you can. Oh, yeah. it right anyway, now. the the, <laughs> the Thunderdome thing. Um, they'll send you an email every time there's a show, like a few days before. And, okay. Uh, you get it just as the email is sent out. Let's say half an hour within. They'll they'll send you the link on the day, and then um, if you don't, then they'll just keep sending you the links. But whenever I'm sick, because uh, obviously I've got my brain thing, um, I'll just send the link to someone else because it's like, hey, you can make use of it. Well, it was very nice of you. Very nice. Have you been watching WWE more than Harry? Um. I watched the Royal Rumble. I watched um, the, the uh, what was the pay per view on Sunday? Um, Elimination oh, Chamber. Chamber. I watched yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, I watched that. Um, you know, just I watched the pay per views leading up to WrestleMania. Uh, that's the extent of it. I mean, I still can't stand what I'm watching. Um, I still don't want to watch it. And for the most part, it's just while I print stuff. Um, I don't care about wrestling anymore. I haven't done probably since that WrestleMania I went to. Mm-hmm. Uh, I what was match. that, San Francisco? Yes, yes. Yeah. Um, 31, 32, something like was that. It, that was the one uh, with, um, with Sting, right? Yes, yes. Yeah, yes. I thought so. Um, 
Yeah, yeah, the the one that Sting had that match and uh, Seth Rollins cashed in at the end of the uh, at the That's end of the That's right. Okay, that was the one with Ronda Rousey too, wasn't it? That was where she was in the crowd. Parents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When she she helped the Rock. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that was um, that was probably the last time I actually cared. After that, it was like, hey, I'm at WrestleMania. What? How much better is it actually going to get? What's right, the point right, anymore? Right. And then I just after that. Well, you've listened to me enough whenever I've done these shows with you, and, and, you know, I don't really care. I don't really care about anything. I sleep most of my life away now, thanks to medication. What are you drinking there, Hicks? Uh, Seltzer water. Uh, White peach. It's delicious, too. Bubbly. A little bit of the bubbly. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so that's... uh, Well, that's that's, uh, very interesting. That, That is. That is very interesting. Um... Yeah, so I guess WrestleMania this year is going to be, I don't know, like, I'm not sure how closely you're following it, but we basically, it seems to be the consensus on this show that, like, Bobby Lashley is the man. And, like, we really want to see him just become, like, one of the main guys on that show. And it's like he's finally so close that, like, you can taste it. And I think it's a very exciting thing for the fans. And I think, think it'll make the shows Brock a lot back better. for one match. Uh, him against Brock for one match. I would like to see it. I would. Uh, but first, I want to see him go with Drew for the title. And, and I would actually love to see Lashley win that match. Yeah. Because I think, see, Drew, I think can, um, Drew would be better when I the think fans come at back. Fast lane. Yeah. I think that will happen at Fastlane. Oh, if God. You think already? Match, yeah. You know, yeah. I didn't even if, think about that. If they're going to actually get, if they're going to get a big match. Oh, Brock. It will okay. be Brock at WrestleMania. Bro, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Oh, man. That'd be heavy. Yeah, yeah no, I wanted, I wanted Lashley and uh, McIntyre at WrestleMania. That's that's what I was... So could get you wish. Could get you wish. I mean, I mean it could be... You know, they it, could stretch out. And if they don't get... um, If they don't get Brock for, you know, the next couple months... They could always do the rematch with the with the Miz at Fastlane. They could exactly. even feasibly, they could feasibly keep Drew McIntyre out until March the twenty first. But I think that's a mistake with WrestleMania coming up this quickly. Um, yeah, that really sucks. I forgot about Fastlane. I hope that is. I think most do. most people do. They probably even forgot mm-hmm. until they had this uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, the, the the big deal with um, uh, who's the network that bought them? Um, Peacock. Peacock. And uh, NBC. Yeah, yeah, Peacock. Yeah. NBC. Yeah. yeah, that's it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Until that deal, they probably even forgot they had Fastlane because you know who who keeps uh, keeps track of all these uh, two hundred pay per views a, a year that they have. Well, you do because you're a front row season ticket subscriber. To the Thunderdome. Uh, I mean, front row is, is debatable. <laughs> that was at least third or fourth row. I mean, I may have been the most, um, the, the, the face that you just drew to. Uh, this face is usually the thing of nightmares, but on that occasion, it was the thing of dreams. Uh, <laughs> oh, Harry. No, I, can't, I can't take claim. Well, I was actually talking about Brady's face. Uh, oh, I think you were talking about mine. yours. That's why oh, I Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. Um, but no. Yeah, it was at nice. least third or fourth. Nice. Right. Look at Rat Boy. He's got I, I wish I could. That was in the first one. 
See, that's why I've got my head kind of tilted because I mean I can see I can see you for the most part, and uh, I, I like to pay attention to Stro. He's the most interesting one on this uh, stream. Um, <laughs> but with my head tilted, I I can't see Ratboy, thankfully. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, as, as much as it hurts me to give you credit, I've I've said this for a long, long time. You are visually entertaining, so I very much love <laughs> actually having you here in front of me to um well you wouldn't be able to see me flipping my tv off because my tv's a little bit further away than my camera but yeah i very much enjoy just flipping my camera off uh flipping my tv off rap boys like our jest our jester kind of like in the movie robin hood Men I, I, I do like this yeah no, no. <laughs> we found a great use for him harry we just leave him muted and just let him like show us things and write things and and it's great like we can talk about um and it, it, I mean, it just works, you know. It just works. So, Robin, um, <laughs> this this would have been brilliant when um, when you used to do the shows with uh, with uh, Bruce, because when he used to keep putting me on mute, that would have been funny with me in that spot. Yeah, exactly. Um, uh, so I mean, yeah, I um, <laughs> especially when you were muted. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I I was gonna say like with the video, I um. <laughs> <laughs> what is he writing now? I can't even think for like looking at this guy. Um, for the video, it was really important with me because like I I felt like I had the audio kind of down, but like yeah. I I had to master not master master is the wrong word. I had to begin to understand how to better tackle video presentation, especially be involved in the ECWA and Super Crazy and these other companies. You know, it's like. It's so important to like what is he? Oh God! Uh, you view lists ten point ninety views. Yes, yeah. Well, I mean, we we're actually over at the. I've been pleasantly surprised, Harry. Uh, we've been over yeah. a thousand views every time we've posted a, a full show. Um, now remind me, remind me who who was the one for years now was was telling you you should get on video. Well, I mean, it was uh. you. But uh, like, I just figured it was another one of your bad ideas. Credit, credit where it's true. <laughs> I told, I told, here's, here's the thing, let's, let's, a little history lesson for you. I told you for the longest time you should. I told Dan to get uh, HIC on video for the longest time. And I yeah. had to be his producer in order to actually get him to do it. And then obviously I was too sick to work for someone else. So he actually took that work upon himself and, and went and did it as well. So I'm two for two now. You want to take credit for it? Sure. Uh, it was a great idea, though, and, and I'm so glad that we're doing it. Um, I don't know that we're going to continue to put up entire shows uh, just because we have kind of grand plans with things and where we want to take this, but um, yeah. it, it might go along the, the Kenny Bolin route, if you remember back in the day. He, uh, he wanted people to start paying for his shows. Remember that? He still does. He's still, but nobody does. Nobody does. Uh, they send they send donations. Um, the, the the whole super chat thing on YouTube. That, that's yeah. the other thing as well. And and I, not to push this on you because obviously uh, it took ten years to get you to do video. But doing this live as well. Um, I'm guessing the Zoom is the only real live function you have for video. But we're not actually uh, we're not actually streaming this live on YouTube. Uh, we're gonna upload it after the fact. So, 
But if you did it, if you did it on, um, if you did it on a YouTube live, that there's ways around that. We can we can have these talks. I can help you. Yeah, out. But, uh, and, and we've, we would be able to get people sending in uh, donations from the super chat. Oh, on okay, YouTube. okay. Well, we're, I mean, yeah, we're yeah. definitely looking into that That's because really cool. at some point, uh, the OC Nation has been very successful in just like a month, month and a half doing this. So like. Um, I, I feel like we're going to be able to start monetizing at some point, and I think that could be a very good thing. Um, just looking at the numbers, they appear to be there. So uh, we will – what is he doing? It's like por- paranormal activity back there. He's like <laughs> – does Kenny, does Kenny still oh, do uh, – set up gimmick tables at weddings? Who? Um, okay. Kenny, well, yeah. Kenny, Kenny hasn't yeah, he left, did. Kenny hasn't he left did. his home in about uh, uh, 10 years, so uh, I, I really doubt it. Oh, okay. I was just curious. <laughs> Now, Harry, how's the Australian right. fan club doing? Let's not go there. That's uh, <laughs> that's, that's, uh, that's a mess. Uh, okay. Oh my! Uh, at least yeah. they don't know who um, I am. Hicks, there's a lot. There's a lot of dirt you can throw at me, and there's a lot of dirt I can throw at you. But yeah, we, <laughs> we shouldn't touch that publicly because that person is. Um, uh, that's a shoot. A few planets away. Yeah, yeah that's definitely a few He's planets got away. Jack heat. Remember Outback Jack? Worse than that. Worse than that. Hey, worse than that. Oh my God. Yeah. Kathy, you used to have a real bad stalker, didn't you? Oh yeah. <laughs> you eventually had to say, like, I, I was going to make a joke, but I couldn't think of who to throw under the bus. <laughs> throw Rat Boy under the bus. That's the easiest thing to do. Oh, do yeah. what I do. It's, it's it's been four years or, or three years. I still throw Roughneck under the bus, even though I, I technically ended his career when I had Tank him with the chair. <laughs> career. So, like, I still throw him under the bus three years on. Throw Roughneck under the bus. Come on, Hicks. Did I teach you nothing? Well, that's kind of your thing. Well, you know, there's, there's always someone to throw under the bus. Never, you were looking... What, 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 what are you doing to, like, look so alive in a week? What is it, like, four in the morning there? Are you doing like a line of cocaine? No, Pepsi. 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 Okay. <laughs> yeah. Because if that, I drink Pepsi, and, uh, I'll, yeah, I'll crash. <laughs> well, that and I've um, I'm obviously on uh, amitriptyline for my headaches, so that okay. has me sleeping. I want to say yeah. like twelve twelve hours in a day. You're like but a cat now. When I actually now. wake up, I'm actually alive. What's up? Yeah, you're like a cat now. Uh, don't cats so, sleep like right. 12 hours? No, they'd probably sleep this, more. This, yeah, is, this is why I said earlier, I just don't care about anything because I sleep so much because mm-hmm. of the head injury, the medication. Right. I'm just doled out now. So the the angry guy that slapped you numerous times the day he met you, <laughs> he, he's, he's yeah. back in 2013. <laughs> <laughs> oh. All right, Harry, one final question i got to ask you. Uh, there's a new show on NBC, and I wanted to talk about it last week, but I finally got the chance to see it uh, the other night. And Young Rock, uh, I don't know if you've had the chance to check out the show. Uh, it's great. It, it mixes uh, wrestling stories that we all know with, like, uh, just autobiographical stuff with The Rock. It's funny. Uh, it's, uh, it's irreverent. Uh, the Rock is the man, uh, as you can say. Have you seen this show, Harry? Have you had the pleasure? Young Rock. I haven't, I haven't seen it yet. Um, some people have told me it's, it's essentially like Young Sheldon, but wrestling. Uh, oh, I never saw Young also, Sheldon. Uh, young Sheldon often reminds me of you. Um, 
but uh, oh, I hate that. He's, he's he's a genius. He's a genius, and uh, oh, that is like me. Uh, that is like me. But no, I haven't seen it yet. A lot of people tell me uh, great things, so I will watch it at some point. Um, the, the extent of my TV uh, in the past month has literally just been watching One Division when it comes out. WandaVision, yeah. yeah. Nice. I haven't um, seen that yet, so I'll, I'll have to check that uh, to- out. Next. Totally worth it. Totally worth it. You know, uh, when it comes to Marvel, I'll always point you in the right direction. But well, I'm, uh, I'm working my but, way through Glee right now, so after that, maybe. I uh, bet you sing along to every every minute of it. <laughs> it is a great show. I definitely recommend it. Oh. If you're a fan of Pitch Perfect, big Glee guy now. Yeah, uh, I bet you are. Yeah, sing along to your Glee, your high school musicals, all that stuff. I can great I talking can just to you. See it now. <laughs> Great talk. Always, fun, re- always fun reconnecting with you, Hicks. Yeah, you too. You you got to do this more. This is great. Well, you just remind me that you do a show on Tuesday nights, even though I've known you for uh, 10, 15, 20 years. Yeah. And I'll, yeah. I'll come back when I can, if I'm awake, if I remember. Well, if yeah, I sleep good, home. Bring, bring the Pepsi. <laughs> yeah. I'll bring the Pepsi. I'll bring yes. the energy and, um, you know, I'll, yes. I'll bring the backhand for Brady. <laughs> Sounds great. Take care, homie. Uh, the great Harry Barnett. Oh, I accidentally said it. Harry Barnett. Just regular Harry. Harry Barnett. Uh, 914-338-1885. Uh, guys, we're going to take a commercial break right now. And on the other side, uh, we will take some of your calls. I see there's a couple of you guys in the queue besides Harry. Uh, once again, 914-338-1885. It's in the room on the VOC Nation radio network. And we will be right back. This is Matt Hardy. Good evening. Before we begin, this is Matt Hardy, and you are listening to the VOC Nation. Rock and Roll Union and North Step Productions, in conjunction with Boo Ray Atlantic City, proudly present Jersey Shore Jam 2. May 15th. Featuring As We Become Ghosts and Rat Rod. It's been a long, cold winter, and now it's time to rock. Also appearing, the Rock and Roll Union house band, Shades of Grey, playing all of your favorites from the 60s to now. All COVID regulations will be in place. Tickets are available at eventbrite.com and are extremely limited, so get them before they run out. Doors open at 6 and showtime is at 7. Rat Rod, As We Become Ghosts, and Shades of Grey. Jersey Shore Jam 2, May 15th at Blu-ray, 201 South New York Avenue, Atlantic City. Did I mention there's free parking? Don't miss it. Rock and Roll Union for the past two years has been the place for rock and roll, new rock and roll, debuting rock and roll, and some of the old classics as well. We have welcomed guests from around the world, national artists, and more. We have excited many people by our live events. We've welcomed everybody into the fold, and we continue to do so on a weekly basis. Guys, that is Rock and Roll Union, and that is what we do for you. Saturdays, 6 p.m. Eastern, VOCNation.com. Since 2012, HIC Talk Radio has been bringing you the best of independent wrestling and wrestling on the worldwide scale with interviews and other segments now featuring the Wrestling Historian with Craig Legon every Thursday night at 6 p.m. at VOCNation.com or go to your Android or iPhone and type in VOC Nation Radio Network and subscribe to the greatest wrestling podcast network in the world. Listen to HIAC Wrestling Podcast today. 
VOC Nation provides live daily streaming shows where fans have the ability to interact with the hosts and guests by phone call, email, and Twitter. VOC Nation hosts include the legendary Ken Resnick, you probably remember from the AWA and WWE, former WCW performer The Maestro, Wes Briscoe, who you probably remember from Impact, Brady Hicks, who you remember from Pro Wrestling Illustrated, former WWE and TNA star Shelly Martinez, and former Philly radio personality Bruce Wirt. VOC Nation's two most popular shows are Wrestling With History, featuring Ken Resnick and Bruce Wirt, streaming live on Wednesday nights at 9.30 Eastern, and of course, In The Room, featuring Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks and WCW alum The Maestro. And by the way, both of these shows take callers live during the show. What are you waiting for? Go listen live right now at VOCNation.com and subscribe to all of our podcasts by searching for VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. Oh, and follow them on Twitter, too, at VOC Nation. Hola, this is your amiga, Shelly from Cali. To let you know, you can catch me here on VOC Nation for Shelly Live. You never know what the hell I'm going to be talking about. Sometimes I have guests. Sometimes I let you on in the cheese mess, spill a little tea. Sometimes I cry. You have to tune in to find out why. And I also take your calls. I love chatting with you guys and seeing what the hell you guys are thinking. So meet me here on the VOC Nation. Be there or be square. The worldwide leader in entertainment. This is the VOC Nation. This is Lance Storm, and if I can be serious for a minute, you're listening to VOC Nation Worldwide. VOC Nation is one of the longest-running wrestling podcast networks. Having started way back in 2010, VOC Nation provides daily streaming shows where fans have the ability to interact with their hosts and guests via phone calls, emails, and Twitter. VOC Nation hosts also include former backstage interviewer from both AWA and WWE, Ken Resnick, former WCW performer The Maestro, former Impact performer Wes Crisco, Pro Wrestling Illustrated contributor Brady Hicks, and former Philadelphia radio personality Bruce Wirtz. VOC Nation's two most popular shows are Wrestling With History, featuring Ken Resnick and Bruce Wirtz, streaming live on Wednesday nights at 9.30 p.m. Eastern, and In The Room, featuring Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks and WCW alum The Maestro. Both shows take callers live during the show, and recent guests have included... General Adnan, Hito Santana, Haku, Earl Hebner, Danger Sandy Davis, Jimmy Hart, Ricky Steamboat, Brodus Clay, and so many more. Archive-free content includes past interviews with huge names like Paul Hogan, Jesse Ventura, Kurt Angle, Sting, Mick Foley, Joey Styles, Howard Finkel, and so many more. Listen live at VOCNation.com and subscribe to all the podcasts by searching VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. And be sure to follow these guys on Twitter, at VOC Nation. Hola, this is your amiga, Shelly from Cali. To let you know, you can catch me here on VOC Nation for Shelly Live. You never know what the hell I'm going to be talking about. Sometimes I have guests. Sometimes I let you on in the cheese mess, spill a little tea. Sometimes I cry. You have to tune in to find out why. And I also take your calls. I love chatting with you guys and what the hell you guys are thinking. 
So meet me here on the VOT Nation. Be there or be square. Rock and Roll Union for the past two years has been the place for rock and roll, new rock and roll, debuting rock and roll, and some of the old classics as well. We have welcomed guests from around the world, national artists and more. We have excited many people by our live events. We've welcomed everybody into the fold, and we continue to do so on a weekly basis. Guys, that is Rock and Roll Union, and that is what we do for you. Saturdays, 6 p.m. Eastern, VOCNation.com. Each and every Thursday night, check it out. WCW star Stro Maestro takes you on a journey. It's WCW Retro. Talking old school match of the week. Talking dream matches. Taking your calls and looking back on an incredible career of acting, entertaining, and wrestling. Check it out. VOCNation.com. WCW Retro. Be sure to call in Thursday nights, 9 Eastern, on the VOC Nation Radio Network. The worldwide leader in entertainment. This is the VOC Nation Radio Network. This is a sister, the Doctor of Style, and you're listening to VOC Nation. Check out In the Room every Tuesday night at 9. Listen in. Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks, former WCW star Stro Maestro, Kathy Fitz, Matt Grimm. And you know Ray there too, right Ray? We sure are, and we've got great guests like Lex Luger, AJ Styles, Taku, and more. It's a heck of a party. Plus, I didn't get thrown off uh, buildings. And then uh, I didn't get pregnant either. Sometimes I think it gets so ridiculous. We were getting into, like, snuff film territory there. In the room. 9 p.m. Eastern on VOC Nation. Wrestling with History, the voice of choice, and killer can When I die, they're going to open me up and find about 2,000 undigested Northwest Airline cheese omelets. Mr. Chris Cruz, what's going on? Jesus, how did I get roped into this? General Adnan went to school with Saddam Hussein. He cried, I cried, he cried, and who could have cried? Adnan lost a lot of family in the Iraqi war. Everybody loves Granny. Wow. Yeah, see, a lot of people don't know that. Yes, Dylan, you guys are busting me up. Catch Wrestling With History with Ken Resnick and I live on VOCNation.com Wednesday nights at 9.30 Eastern Time or listen to the podcast by searching VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. Stadium Journey, the worldwide leader in stadium reviews for the traveling sports fan, is proud to present the Stadium Journey podcast on VOC Nation. Join us as we talk with prominent figures from around the sports world to discuss issues pertaining to sports travel and stadiums around the globe. New episodes air on VOC Nation Wednesdays at 6 p.m. Join Paul Baker, Dave Cartney, Mark Viquez, Dan Calachico, and guests from throughout the sports world on the Stadium Journey podcast on VOC Nation. On Wrestling With Problems, we deal with two things, wrestling and problems. On the wrestling side, we cover the major fads as well as the indies. As far as problems go, we cover our problems, American problems, and world problems. Sometimes the problems are even related to wrestling. Every week, comedian King David Lane and wrestler, promoter Chris Best discuss the best and especially the worst in the world of wrestling with a heaping dose of comedy. Check us out live on VLCNation.com or on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. Each and every Thursday night, check it out. WCW star Stro Maestro takes you on a journey. It's WCW Retro. Talking old school match of the week. Talking dream matches. Taking your calls and looking back on an incredible career of acting, entertaining, 
and wrestling, check it out, VOCNation.com, WCW Retro. Be sure to call in Thursday nights, 9 Eastern, on the VOC Nation Radio Network. Yo, this is Jerry Stein with the Nasty Boys. Yeah, Brian Knobs, yeah, you get, get nasty? Well, listen to the VOC Nation, baby, because it's about to get nasty all around and up in this mother. Get ready. Nasty Sensation is coming at you. The worldwide leader in entertainment. This is the VOC Nation. Hey, this is Total Package, Lex Luger. You're listening to the VOC Nation. Don't miss out. Check out In the Room every Tuesday night at 9. Listen in. Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks, former WCW star Stro Maestro, Kathy Fitz, Matt Grimm. And you and Ray are there too, right, Ray? We sure are, and we've got great guests like Lex Luger, AJ Styles, Taku, and more. It's a heck of a party. Plus, I didn't get thrown off uh, buildings. And then uh, I didn't get pregnant either. Sometimes I think it gets so ridiculous. We were getting into, like, snuff film territory there. In the room. 9 p.m. Eastern on VOC Nation. Wrestling with History, the voice of choice, and Killer Ken Wrestling. When I die, they're going to open me up and find about 2,000 undigested Northwest Airline cheese omelets. Mr. Chris Cruz, what's going on? Jesus, how did I get roped into this? General Adnan went to school with Saddam Hussein. He cried, I cried, he cried, and who could have Adnan lost a lot of family in the Iraqi war. Everybody loves Granny. Wow. Yeah, see, a lot of people don't know that. Yes, Taylor, you guys are busting me up. All right, sorry about that, guys, but welcome back. Lots of uh, lots of fun being had behind the scenes, but it's great to be back on the air with you guys, and uh, it's great to be here in the room on the VOC Nation radio network at vocnation.com. Don't forget to check us out on YouTube as well. Just search VOC Nation, and we're right there. A uh, couple callers in the queue once again, 914-338-1885, if you guys want to join them. We also have the mystery wrestler, first person to comment on YouTube, it's a $10 gift card for Amazon, and uh, so we will make sure to do that as well. Uh, <laughs> before we dig into the meat of it, because it's, it's, it's WrestleMania season, and you can't see me. I'm pointing off to my rope. Uh, <laughs> Straw, what do you got going on this week, man? <laughs> this uh, Thursday night at 19 Mission Standard Time, WCW Retro Returns on abusenation.com and the topic of discussion tonight will be celebrity appearances in wrestling so that should be okay. pretty interesting okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. that's always and, fun uh, Friday. yeah yeah I can't, yeah. can't wait uh, at Friday night on my horror sci-fi show the Stro Zone on my Facebook page which is facebook.com slash Joe the Maestro at 12 midnight uh, the feature will be Bri- Bride of the Monster starring Bill Lugosi <laughs> nice. Okay. Ooh. That's a classic. I love it. Yeah. I love it. You know who I I, I want to get to jump early uh, for Thursday. My favorite celebrity appearance in wrestling, RoboCop. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yes. Robocop. Sting. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Because that was Sting. <laughs> it was amazing. Yeah. Loved it. Uh, 
I was like, oh yeah, this is awesome. This is really cool. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Dig it. Thinking, thinking, cat. Oh man. So nine one four three three eight eighteen eighty five is the number to get in touch with us here tonight. And I want to go to the phones and uh, I want to bring on. Actually, it's been a while, but we're going to bring on Steve. Who it's been God, it's been a hot minute since I've talked to him. I know he regularly calls into WCW Retro. What's going on, Steve? How you doing tonight, brother? I'm doing all right. Just was off work and not asleep, so we're gonna call in. Well, that's as good a reason as any, not being asleep. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, uh did I you have the chance to check gotta... out Elimination Chamber? I did, but before I do that, I gotta tell. I got. Okay. I got. I got a theory. You you mentioned Glee, and I don't watch it, but I've seen. I've heard enough videos about it, and I think uh, the club leader Will Schuster is a cult leader. I think that's what he is. Could be. Could be. And I then, mean, um, it's weird how like all those misfits kind of come together. Because um. Tina, I saw a screen cap and it was pretty funny. I like her. Uh, she compared uh, some. There was some moment where she said, you know, she felt like she was a branch Davidian. It just, it, it just hit me, like right there. They like confirmed it. Okay. Yeah, but, I mean, um, I, I recommend checking it out. Um, it's a funny show. Uh, they do a lot of like kind of musical singing type stuff it's a lot like uh like the movie pitch perfect if you're familiar with that which i think is a tremendous right. movie i think the people that can sing like that are uh just just so talented you know um no it's not like uh not like an action you know not like an action tv show or anything like that there's no thriller element to it it's just it's just funny and and entertaining you know it's something that's uh very easy to fall asleep to so not unlike WWE. Um, yes. Um <laughs> I watched the I watched the uh chamber pay per view and uh Raw yesterday because I was off and had time to catch up. I usually don't catch every show now. It's just it's I get burnt out. But um I really wish Cesaro had a title match. I, I'm glad for Bobby Lashley though. I think I hope he wins against Miz, but I really wish Cesaro was getting this big. Uh, I wish Cesaro was on the roll. You know, yeah, like Cesaro could have really benefited from being on Raw right now because I, obviously you're not going to take the title off of Roman with the stuff he's been mm-hmm. doing. Um, but yeah, no, he would have. He would have been. It would have been huge, and that's kind of like. See, I can't say the workhorse show because they've both been. Both shows have been really good in terms of, like, the talent that they're displaying. I just feel like Raw is a little more wide open right now. Like, it, it, you know, I mean, The Miz just won the title, for crying out loud. Like, it's it's a lot easier to kind of get pushed to the top on Raw. Whereas, like, SmackDown, I think, is very, very top-heavy. So. Yeah. So, anyway, um, so... um. Go ahead. Another person I wish was on TV was Alistair Black, and I think has Andrade even been on TV either. 
Uh, no, Andrade. I heard Andrade was going to come back with Charlotte, and I'm guessing that they kind of canceled that plan because she's been doing the stuff with her dad instead, and 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 clearly yeah. like building towards something with Oscar. Um, I don't know. Like a lot of the women's division just seems lost to me. Like it, it feels like like they have a very clear definition for what they want to do with Sasha and with um. Bianca. What's her name? Bianca. Bianca. You know, but beyond that, like, Asuka's a champion, and, like, I can't tell you the last time that, like, the Raw Women's Champion, you had no idea what she was going to do at WrestleMania. So. Yeah. And I just don't... I mean to ask you... Go go ahead. Go ahead. No, I just agree that Ripley has some big plans. I, maybe it's something with that, you know. I, I'm, I'm guessing it's going to be a multi-women match. For the raw side, this might be un, this this might be unpopular, but I thought Rhea could have won that Rumble because she had a long arc with Charlotte that she could, have, you know, done with. She could have done another match with Charlotte and won the Rumble, and Charlotte beat Oscar. Even though I don't want Oscar to lose, but that could have been a story yeah. that they could have told. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, I felt like it could have been Rhea. Um, I felt like Bianca probably in terms of, like, how they perceive it is a little further along, and I think that that definitely helped her. And I think the fact that um, Rhea had been on NXT to that point, whereas Bianca had been on the main roster for almost a year, I'm I'm sure that there was a part of Vince that just said, like, you know what, people aren't going to know who Rhea is necessarily, but they are going to know Bianca. That's just my guess. I, I didn't hear that from anybody, but that just seems to me like what their reasoning would be. Uh, what was the question you, you were going to ask you? I, I was going to ask you, because, like, I, I, and obviously we haven't talked in a while, um, but all the interplay, you know, all the rumored um, New Japan comings and goings and, and all the stuff with AEW and Impact, and it's like, I feel like every company in the world is like, kind of lining up to work together against WWE, and I was curious what you thought about that. Uh, I think it's I think it's great for everybody, um, the talent and the fans, because we get possible dream matches. Uh, it kind of feels like when um, All In happened, like there was multiple groups working together to put on a show, and uh, it feels kind of like that where you could see New Japan guys possibly against AEW talent. Uh, I think this Friday is when Kenta versus Moxley happens. And I think Kenta is definitely winning that uh, U.S. title because just Moxley can't travel all the time. But um, he had had to take a long hiatus in New Japan because of the travel, I'm sure. But uh, luckily there's a a show – that they do in the States called NJPW Strong, I believe. And so that helps. But, um, yeah, I was really glad to see um, some crossover recently. And uh, I actually saw an interview that Tony Khan did on a Wrestling Observer earlier, and he was asked about the Forbidden Door. Yeah, he was yeah, asked forbidden. about the Forbidden Door. The forbidden. And yeah. I, I thought – you know, if he's calling himself that, shouldn't he be called the locksmith God. instead of the forbidden door? Yeah. Because he's, he's yeah. unlocking the forbidden door. But, um, yeah. 
Yeah, it's, it's interesting. Captain, um, it's there's NWA, Impact, and New <laughs> Japan talent on on the show. Which is pretty neat. I didn't hear that last part. I'm sorry. Oh, it's just like there's NWA, New Japan, and Impact talent all on this one show. Yeah. On Dynamite. What did you think? What do you think? Like I like I heard Okada was like coming in, and then like somebody like denied that outright. It's just been absolutely crazy. Tamatanga. Like, yeah, that was it. That was uh, it. Tamatanga. Yeah. See, that's the thing. Like Tama probably would know more than Dave because he's he's in New Japan, but I don't know if he's working or not. Mm-hmm. He could just be t- trying to draw interest into his podcast, Tama's Island. So. Um. I would like to see Okada work AEW. I think some of the diehards, uh, diehard right by the Japanese wrestling fans might feel differently about AEW, but I think uh, if we can get another Kenny Okada match, that'd be pretty great. That'd be great for AEW's ratings, and hopefully that would get more AEW people to watch New Japan again, too. What do you think about the alliance with Impact in AEW? I, I don't know that we've even talked about that. Um, yeah, I, I don't catch Impact as much, and I need to watch more New Japan as well. But um, well, your uh, Tony Khan has been amazing on Impact. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I did see those. <laughs> he really I love the ads he has. Him and Tony, those ads. Yeah, he did. exactly. Yeah, those ads are funny. Especially when Tony, uh, when uh, <laughs> Savani is bearing uh, AEW. Yeah. Yeah. But um. Uh, I think it's I think it's fun. Um, I think WWE regulates their talent too much, and I think uh, especially on social media. So I, I want all the alternatives to get together and try to be somewhat of a competition to some of the WWE shows. Yeah. What do you think about Virgil coming in and challenging Lashley? That's a, I told I I was I was making my joke to my friend and like Reginald just reminds me of Virgil, but he's he, he's like he's got a British accent, but he does these acrobatics, and it's just it's it takes it it, it catches me by surprise. But uh, I don't know how to feel about Reginald. At one point he was with Carmella and then he's flirting with Sasha. And I'm like, is Sasha single and Mercedes, like, right. married? Like, what's going on here? Oh, he's hysterical, Reginald. I oh, love God. Reginald. Yeah, okay. he's great. <laughs> I'm on board with Reginald. I've actually um, – I, I know, like, it's funny now. We've had two callers, Stro, and they both said that they don't watch as much wrestling as they used to. I, I don't mean to put words in your mouth, Steve, but it kind of sounded like that a little bit. Um I feel like, and I've been watching all the shows the last couple of weeks. Uh, I feel like it's all been so much better than it was even a couple months ago. And I don't know if that's because of the season or what, or maybe I'm just excited because like the Royal Rumble happened and like that just kind of, that I don't know, WrestleMania coming up. It's just always like that gets me in the mood to watch like anything wrestling, you know, but like, I don't know. I feel like the product, on the whole, like, in just about every company has been so much better 
than it has been in the past. And I, I'm I'm very happy with it. I really am. I uh, I'm looking forward to Revolution. Um, WrestleMania. Yeah. It'll be interesting because yeah. it, 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 WrestleMania would be interesting because it's two nights, but. Um, I know, yeah. Um, yeah, I just With I work nights, so it's it's hard to catch up on everything. And it's like when I get home, I just want to either game or listen to music or podcast or YouTube. And I I just catch I kind of catch up on shorter clips because it's just easier sometimes. But um, I I do follow everything, but um. And I did watch Rumble and Chamber, and sometimes I'll catch the TVs, but it's just, mm-hmm. I just get burnt out sometimes. But I did the last big Japanese event that I saw was like Noah, and it was Muto beating a Ghost Shiyazaki for their heavyweight title, and that was pretty interesting because it was kind of polarizing because um, the hardcore fans like Ghost Shiyazaki in his reign, and then and then uh. Ludo is a huge legend. Uh, he's it's kind of like The Rock beating CM Punk in my head. That's what it feels like. Like CM Punk had this great reign, and then The Rock comes in and beats him with the people's elbow, and Ludo wins with the Hurricane Rana or Frankensteiner. And it's just it's it's uh, it's gonna get a mixed reaction. But Ludo is a huge star, and he's like the third Grand Slam champion there. So that's pretty interesting. Did you see? Did you see the bit where Papa Shango was being trended on Twitter after the Randy promo? <laughs> yes. No, I didn't see that. That's that the first thing. Oh I my thought. god. Yeah. I, uh, Crazy. Yeah, I watched. I watched Raw, <laughs> and I wasn't even paying attention to the promo a lot, but I saw it, and then I saw him puking up the black ooze after the Alexa promo showed, and yeah, I thought to myself, Mean Gene and and uh, Ultimate Warrior, or mean, yeah, Mean Gene Papa Shango. It was pretty neat. Send me the parallels um, there for sure. I'm sorry, I'm having fun with my toys while you're talking. No, I saw the um, I saw the Papa Shango pictures on uh, Facebook earlier. I thought that was pretty neat. Yeah, pretty cool. I wonder if they're going to get Papa Shango involved in this thing now. I really wanted him in that rumble, rip-off. but I wanted him in that rumble. <laughs> and I, it probably wasn't going to happen, but maybe that's... That would have been cool. Maybe that's just because Wade Barrett wanted it years ago, but yeah, I bet that would have been cool. Um, yeah, I just... I have low expectations with the theme Orton feud, but I think Bliss has been okay with her uh, build-up during it. Very cool. Very cool. <laughs> uh, oh, Steve. I don't know, man. I'm tapped. I don't know. <laughs> you see, um, you see on the it's very hard to do this without show. throwing nonsense out. What's that? You see, uh, you see Undertaker and Joe Rogan show, and Joe Rogan, uh, you know, having a different tune about wrestling. A little bit. I saw a supercut 
uh, after the fact of him just trashing wrestling over the years, mixed in with Clips and Undertaker talking, and it was just funny. Um, obviously, he's not going to badmouth wrestling Undertaker, but it was just it was just interesting seeing him flip the switch. You know, he said a lot of interesting things doing that. He did. Um, I, I, I don't know. It's, um, it, it felt like a lot of people were really divided. You know, the whole like wrestling being, you know, wrestling today being soft and stuff like that. I, I saw that, um, some pretty big names actually kind of said like, yeah, I don't think that's true at all. So I don't know. Like it, it's weird. Cause the undertaker has been like a company guy for so long to, uh, to kind of see him, you know, being honest was definitely weird. Yeah. And, and especially, like, when you consider that, like, according to that documentary, like, he had, like, one foot out the door when he was going to do that, like, all-in convention back, like, what was Starcast. it, 2018, 2019? Starcast. You know? Starcast, yeah, yeah. yeah. Pretty crazy. Yeah, I wonder what could have been if he didn't get signed to that uh, Legends contract deal. I mean, I think he would have just taken his own bookings. I don't think he was going to do, like, AEW or anything, but I think he would have done well, a whole lot of No, but, like, maybe, well, maybe not work AEW, but maybe he could have been doing appearances that not... You really think he would have? Um, I don't know. Maybe Tony Khan has a huge amount of money you could throw at somebody like I don't know I don't I wouldn't see him take a wrestling again but um you know maybe we could have got a Sting Undertaker cinematic moment. Who knows? Yeah. Oh it would have been uh, speaking of fans speaking of fans, did you hear about New Jersey? They're thinking about letting a small number of fans know their I saw that. They they actually passed that March. I believe. Yeah. I did see that. Uh, like, any any shows over a certain amount, you know? Oh, New Jersey's opening up. That's good. Yeah. I mean, not totally opening up. I think it was like 8 or 10% yeah. or something, you know? It's a, Partial, all that nonsense yeah. that they're pretending to throw at people like they're doing them a favor. Yeah, it'll be hard to make money off of smaller crowds for sure. Oh, definitely. That's uh, I mean, all it does is benefit these bigger shows that can afford to go to Florida or Texas or whatever, you know, and they have the resources to get around it, you know, even if they don't have fans there. So, um, it is what it is. What was the last? What was the last ECWA show? Uh, December. So they, they ran in September, November, and December. And then, um, the only reason that we didn't run in January or February or March was because that venue was taken for some, some sort of baseball or athletic thing. So we'll be back in April and then May. So, um, because you do oh, like, I did. it's hard to shop your product around when nobody wants to run, you know? Right. So we're kind of in yeah. that building. 
I did see highlights and uh, saw a match on YouTube of the recent Bloodsport event uh, from GCW, and they had no fans. Yeah. So that was that was interesting. Uh, and they kind of do a catch UWF type style wrestling. I wanted to ask Stro about it on Sunday, but uh, Stro, did you see that clip of thing? Yeah. yeah. Do you think they? Yeah, I got it. Do you think they're good at that, or do you think they're mess? Or do you think there's things they could do better? Oh, there's definitely things they can do better, no doubt. But I mean, I mean, it all, it all plans of you know how well they apply themselves to to be better. You know what I mean? I don't know. Because you know, Stroh's a shooter, so I had to ask him. Yeah. But um. Because, I, I mean, I kind of dig that. I think that's one of the things we learn in, in that type of area and is that, you know, there's always room to improve and get better. So, you know, we don't yeah. really get the feeling that, you know, we know everything. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, 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 when Raw Underground happened, I just thought this looks like blood sport. But, and then yeah. now they're doing another show in April with uh, Barnett versus Moxley. So I'll be looking forward to seeing uh, any clips that follow after that. So that'll be interesting because uh, Barnett, legit MMA guy, former New Japan wrestler, and Moxley's trained with Randy Couture. So that'd be kind of interesting what they do. Um, I really like the Harry Smith uh, videos I saw with him and Moxley. And then um, uh, another topic uh, I did see the uh, – I was looking on Facebook, and I saw Bruce Worth posting videos, and I saw a clip of his show with uh, Bill and Ken, and they were talking about the Wrestler Rock Rumble. I thought that was funny. Like, I forgot Ken Resnick was in that and was doing some rap. That was funny. Really? I, I didn't realize that. Yeah, like, Bruce has a video on Facebook uh, posted on it, and uh, I think Ken was talking about – the talent that they had, uh, I think, for that card. And he mentioned Giant Baba, and I was like, whoa, that's pretty cool. I didn't know Giant Baba worked uh, AEW, AWA. I know he worked world-class, but, uh, you know, hearing him mention Baba was pretty neat. And Bill Apter being on the clip was pretty cool, too. Very cool. So I will have to back check your, that back, out. Back to your earlier question, you know, about shooting. Yeah wrestlers and everything um uh, there i'll give you an example i was talking about there um dick cabot was interviewing chuck norris one time and he was talking about uh, a certain martial artist that was very rude to him and very mean to him actually when he approached him for an interview and uh chuck asked him who you know who was this guy he said he really didn't know him cabot said he didn't really know him but he he, you know, he's a well-known martial artist, and he was very rude and says, and uh, Chuck Norris pretty much wrote him off. He's like, you know, he, he's not one of us, you know, because that's not mm-hmm. like, you know, what we're all about. And uh, if he claimed he was, he, he was a phony. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah. Wow. Well, no, it, it is interesting. That story. Big fan of the shoes. Um, Big fan I of the shoes. Matt Riddle, I think Matt Riddle, I think originally – Created the idea of blood sport, and I think Josh Barnett took it over when Matt Riddle got signed. I think that's what really? happened. Yeah. Oh, wow. From what I've heard. Um, 
Good and stuff. Josh Barnett used to do commentary for New Japan a while back, and they changed to Kevin Kelly and Rocky. Oh. But, um, <coughs> yeah, it's uh, interesting times. New Japan has a show in Roku that they show kind of like previous events, so that's pretty cool. So hoping hoping that helps them out. But um, uh, I, I'm actually Brady, I'm going to bring on yeah. Derek. Uh, Derek is joining us, and uh, it's I'm great sure. to have Derek back. It's uh, we're, we're honoring Bobby Ashley tonight. In case you were wondering, right. oh, uh, that guy oh. is a national treasure, and hey, uh, I I really the only thing that's got me bummed, Derek, is mm-hmm. uh. <laughs> I forgot about Fastlane, and I'm afraid they're going to blow their load before WrestleMania. Well, well, first of all, I'm I'm sitting here listening, getting excited because you guys are mentioning shooting, and I'm not a professional yeah. wrestler shooter. But, I almost uh, thought about asking. I'm I was a, thinking about asking Derek about Bloodsport. Oh, I love Bloodsport. I, I mean, people are going to get upset. I'm not a fan of Moxley knocking out uh, Harry Smith because Harry Smith is such a killer. And Harry, you know, like, trained on the he, – he's in that got school of wrestling. He could probably pop a guy's head off if he wanted to. But um, I enjoy I enjoy blood sport. Um, I enjoy Royal Underground when they had actual grapplers on there. So when they had, like, you know, Shayna Baszler was on there. And you had, had a BJJ Lashley. guy on there, too. Yeah, and you had Lashley and Shelton, who's a collegiate wrestler. I thought it could work if you use those people. Like, you have guys like Chad Gable who could do it, Riddle. But then you bring Braun in, and he's just the, uh, you know, he's the he's the WWE tough guy. And it's like, oh, what are you doing? Why are you bringing Braun Strowman on here? I, and I, and Dabakato with those guys. I thought Baron Corbin should have been on there because he's a legit boxer. Yeah. Maybe he could have worked it. Yeah. Anybody with uh, – Anybody with any type of background, whether it be collegiate wrestling, jiu-jitsu, boxing. Shawn Michaels? <laughs> Shawn Michaels. That kick, right? Yeah, that, that great super kick. Him versus uh, uh, a bunch <laughs> of Marines. That, you know? <laughs> but, um, uh, yes, Bobby Lashley. I am, uh, it's, it's a shame it took them. How, how long has Lashley been back? Three, four years now? It's a shame it took them this uh, long. That's what I said. I, I was saying to Stroh oh, yeah. earlier. I, I was saying to Stro earlier, um, when he left WWF the fir- WWE the first time, and he went to Impact, um, mm-hmm. I felt like he was on to it there when he was at Impact. Yeah. Um, yeah. He was like, he finally, like, they let him, like, be him, you know? And, like, he's entertaining. Yeah, he's soft-spoken, uh, like a lot of great main eventers are. They're soft-spoken, but this guy knew how to turn it on, and it made it clear that they just weren't interested in presenting that side of him. And then, Derek... He went back to WWE and he morphed back into 2010 Lashley. And it was like, it was so annoying. And and it wasn't really until the the whole Lana thing that they started to give us glimpses, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, It's great to see him. MVP has been a godsend. Yeah. Yeah. MVP has been. I can't believe it because I hated him. Oh, you did? Yeah. I mean,. When he first came in, I thought it was funny and cool, but, like, I don't know. Like, his shtick got old to me. Yeah, and it's funny with Lashley. They say he's very soft-spoken. 
So, like, when he got in the yeah. ring with Miz last night, he didn't yell. He didn't scream. He just says, I'm going <laughs> no. to – it's going to be Rip merciless. And it's going to be, it's gonna be yeah. awesome. And it's like, oh, well, here it is. And, and, and I do. love, I love that they threw a, a, a clock up. Like this is how much time Miz has until he gets killed. <laughs> it was amazing. <laughs> he was the most intimidating guy in a pink suit since Mark Henry. I know. Oh yeah, yeah. It, was, it was terrifying. <laughs> it was terrifying. And you know, it, I, and it's funny because I remember uh, a couple of weeks ago when he like picked up Keith Lee and, and slammed Keith Lee, and I was like, this is it. This is what we've been waiting for. Oh, yes. This yeah. is it. And the best and the best part is he didn't have Cedric and Shelton with him because he's a big, scary son of a bitch. He doesn't need anybody. <laughs> I, just, I just need myself. Right. Mm. It was great. It was great. And, and I loved it. Like, like, it was predictable enough that we could kind of see it coming, but at the yeah. same time original enough that, like, you know, it, it, it wasn't – I I don't know. It's just it was so well done. Like in my opinion, that like sometimes it's okay to see something coming if there's a payoff yeah. for it. And I can feel that there's going to be a really good payoff for this. My like I said, my only concern is that they don't pace it right. I, I'm worried um, if Lashley tears through Miz, or worse yet, what if Miz wins by disqualification next week and they stretch this out to fast lane? Like I don't oh, want to do that. Crazy. Me, I was thinking the same thing. It's like, oh, let's do it yeah. now and, and write it from now. I'm, I, I'm like, I wanted of, them to do it last night. Like, the momentum would have been me too. perfect. Me too. Right. And I'm a fan The way of, he handled like, Strowman last night, oh, it was just amazing. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm a fan of, like, big, scary guys, like, ever since I was a kid. So, like, you yeah. know, I wasn't, on, I wasn't on last week, but, like, me and my brother was talking about the first time I saw Butch Reed. Like, the first time I saw Butch Reed was in Doom. And him and Ron Simmons would come in the ring, and you'd be like, these are, these men are terrifying. And that's, and that's what I love. Same thing with Vader. <laughs> you, would see, you would see Vader, and you'd be like, oh, my God, this guy is a monster. And Lashley has that quality to him where you just see him, and it's like, yep, he doesn't even have to say anything. He's, he's, he's terrifying yeah. just staring at you. That's uh that's the match right there. And um you know why it works so well? Because they, they've been doing Lashley right for a long time now. They've had yeah. him slowly you know, he, he didn't take too much too soon. He's just been slowly destroying people and build, working his way up the roster and they didn't like shove him down your throat, you know? Mm-hmm. They made it like just perfect for what it was. You know, like, we, we commented, like, a couple months ago, like, he knocked out, um, I guess it was our truth and let, I forget which one of them, win the 24-7 title. And it was like, you know, he recognized that he was too big for that belt. So yeah. he did, like, the tough guy thing. He takes him out and lets one of his buddies take the title. And it was, like, it was perfect for him, for what they were doing, for what they wanted to do with him. It would have made no sense to have him running around with the title. Yeah. I, I just the whole thing has just been great, and I I, I have to applaud them. Um, I was hoping when he wasn't in the elimination chamber. By the way, I thought he was a former world champion. He wasn't apparently. I I could have no. sworn I remembered him having the WWE title on SmackDown. No, just the, yeah. ECW. just the ECW. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
I could have sworn he had it. Maybe I'm thinking of when he feuded with Cena. Yeah, he feuded with Cena, and then, you know, right after that is when he left. He left the company. Yeah. I could have sworn he had the world title. And I even went back and looked, because I thought Wikipedia can't be right. <laughs> of course, I, um, I checked on Wikipedia, so it probably defeats the purpose, but... I've heard rumors about where Lashley's going to be at on WrestleMania, so I'm kind of looking forward to seeing if he beats Miz. But uh, um, do you think if, if Lashley holds the title, do you think we get a Brock Lashley match? Because I know Stroh's clamoring for it. Oh, I I yeah. hope not. I, I think this is the year they need to not do Brock. I want to see what I mean, these new guys can do. I think... See the problem is I don't I don't trust him to keep this stuff going lastly long enough for Brock to come back. Um, I think it's the one match they can do where people are still clamoring for it because they've pretty much ran through everything else with all the big guys. Um, I know some people still want to see like a heel Roman versus babyface Daniel Bryan, but I think yeah. if they can keep this stuff going with Lashley, they wasted it on the chamber. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, which is see the thing I like to do with Roman is he's he's another one where he's like a big scary Samoan, but they have him do cowardly stuff, which makes him even more hateable because he doesn't have to do it because you know he can like he's an ass kicker. Um, yeah, I would guess you. I don't know. I, like I said, I, I would love to see Brock last just because they're two big scary monsters who can throw each other around and grapple at the same time, but. That means I have to trust them long enough not to mess up Lashley to do it like this summer or something. What are you going to do if the Miz beats Lashley next week? Oh, let me tell you something. Okay. <laughs> if the Miz beats Bobby Lashley, I'm going to burn down Titan Towers. I've made, I made that threat before, but I've made it <laughs> Burn it down? Because you know Miz is the only two-time Grand Slam champion. I didn't even know that was a thing until you said it. I was like, what? <laughs> but like, like I said, I'm a like with, with AEW. I loved how Brody Lee like ran through Cody because it made him look like right. a big scary monster. And they don't have too many of those guys. And I feel like I thought maybe Brian Cage could have been that guy. Maybe even Lance Archer could have been that guy. And they always start with the guy, yeah. And then they stop with it. That's why I loved when. Harper destroyed Cody and had everybody attack Cody's wife. That was cool to me. And I feel like wrestling needs more of those big, scary guys just kicking everybody's ass. I I know what I wanted to ask you guys uh, while I had you both here. And uh, I, I, because to me, like this week, I saw that um, former ECW ref, John Finnegan, uh, he was very critical of something that aired on the WWE network this week. And I, I wanted to get you guys thoughts. I, I don't know if you saw the Sasha Banks interview with uh, stone yeah. cold. Yeah. Uh, no. First of all, I, I thought it was very good. Um, I think Stro, I think it was you who had said that you thought Sasha came off too much. Like she was trying to stay in persona, you know, mm-hmm. that she, um, and she came off as very arrogant. I think the first thing she said was that she was like the best women's wrestler in the world. You know, I, I, I think a lot of people, or at least some people that I read online, got really turned off by that interview. Um, I thought it was interesting. I thought it was uh, very well put together. But, yeah, no, I felt like Sasha 
for a lot of it, seemed like a jerk. <laughs> for, for lack of a better... Like, like I mentioned before, the parts that uh, was interesting to me about her interview was when she was talking about dealing with depression yeah. and her time off. And, I mean, that that, you know, that really hit home, you know. And, yeah. and and certain aspects of the interview where she just kind of toned it down a bit. I mean, I mean that, that, yeah. that was my... Some of my high points of it. Such a. I, um, she seems like it did seem like it was a lot in character. A part of me wonders if she feels a certain type of way because when you talk about the four horsewomen, it's always Becky and Charlotte first. Like they always yeah. get mentioned at the top, and I think in terms of being like a, a complete package, I think it's Bailey. Um, I think Bailey's good in the ring, and she's proven she can be a great heel and a great face. Um, I feel like Sasha might be, if she's not the best in the ring, I feel like she might be on par with Charlotte, and she probably feels like she doesn't get enough respect in that regard. So I wonder if she was, Mm -hmm. like, boosting herself up to kind of go, hey, like, hey, I'm here too, you know, um, but it did come off like she was in character. And I was watching it, and I was like, well, I hope she's not. Or maybe she, I was just thinking, maybe she's like that in real life. I don't know. <laughs> well, but it, it did, it did come off like she was playing the ball. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It, it, was, it was interesting to me uh, because um, I watched the Bailey one right after that because I heard that was so good. And it, it just seemed so hard for me to believe that, like, they were close, that they were, like, best yeah. friends. Because they seemed, like, so polar opposite of each other. Uh, but I think you're right. I think Bailey is like the general. She is like, it sounded like Bailey was the mentor to all of them. It mm-hmm. sounded like Bailey was the one that was like always calling matches in the ring. It's, yeah. I know, Red Boy. I know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we, we got the video going, and Red Boy's on mute, so he just keeps showing me things uh, while we're talking. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. Like, I, I came out of those two interviews with, like, I love Bailey, and I think she's amazing, and I think I like her even better now, yeah. um, seeing what she was trying to do, both mm-hmm. with the old persona and what she's doing now, versus, like, Sasha, where, like, I don't really feel like I learned anything other than that she struggles with depression. Yeah, yeah. And, like I said, maybe she's being protective of you know, that other layer that everybody wants to see. But Bailey came in Maybe. a lot more personable. But, uh, yeah, Bailey seems like the one, like you said, it seems like she's the one who is the glue to hold it all together from her yeah. interview. Steve, did you have anything you wanted to add? I hardly let you talk uh, there. Uh, no, I'll, I'll check out the interview after. I haven't got a chance to watch it yet. But uh, I did They're pretty see good. some... Yeah. I saw some uh, posts earlier. A&E is doing two shows with on WWE content. Like one's like a biography series and on WWE Legends, and the other one's about like yeah. memorabilia relics. So that's pretty interesting. Like that's cool. seeing WWE do more documentaries. I, I wonder if it's an that answer cool. to uh, Dark Side of the Ring at all. Cause Dark Side of the Ring season three has been talked about a lot lately. I mean, it could be. I don't know, for some reason, like, wrestling just seems, like, really popular right now. And I, 
I don't know yeah. that anything happened to cause that. Uh, maybe it's just the fact that like entertainment is still kind of at a premium, you know. I mean, football is over. Uh, hockey and basketball, I think, are struggling right now, and there's just not a lot out there, you know. Baseball hasn't started yet. It's like there's a uh, there's wrestling. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. There's a lot of stories in wrestling, so that's probably a lot of content for other TV networks. Oh, I did see Young Rock, by the way. You, you asked someone else. Great about show. That earlier. <laughs> Great show. Yeah, <laughs> I like it. I like it. I enjoyed it. I was, did you watch it, Derek? Yeah. Yeah, it's good. I enjoyed it. Stro, you gotta watch that. I'm telling you, you'll love it. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna check it out. It's a comedy. Don't get me wrong. It's it's like embellished. It's not like, you know, there. Yeah, I don't know. I was surprised with how transparent it was, because I thought they would take the comedy route to wrestling. Like you know, um, I thought he would go over to like the Samoans' house and the Iron Sheik would have somebody in the camel clutch. That's what I expected, <laughs> just because it's a comedy on NBC. And it wasn't like that at all. It was actually like, it was like an embellished, funny version of probably how things really happened. Yeah. And I thought that was really cool. Right. Yeah. Because uh, like I'm thinking like, my God, this away. is NBC. And again, like there's me, like there's part of me that like, I, it pains me still to like talk about things that happened behind the scenes. Because when I was little, I wanted to be Bill Apter. You know, I wanted to be the guy that's like talking about everything as you're seeing it on TV. And it's like, this is what it is. And like, Mm -hmm. I wanted to be part of the fraternity brother, you know, like I wanted to be in there and um, it's, it's painful to me in a way to watch a show on NBC and um, they show the rock's dad wrestling one of the Samoans. And then the very next scene, Derek, they have them hugging at a party. And it was annoying to me, but at the same time, (laughs) I, I guess the horse is so far out of the barn on this. That uh, I don't know. It was a good show. I, I'll just leave it at that. Yeah. It was a good show. I, I enjoyed. One, one, one of the first matches I saw live mm-hmm. was um, Rocky Johnson and Ivan Koloff. Oh wow! That really, was really. That must cool. have been cool. Yeah. Uh, I enjoyed. The I show. always wanted I, to I meet did. Rocky Johnson. That's a regret I'll have. Me too. Me too. And it's yeah. It's funny because uh, Jim Cornette was talking about the show and. He had mentioned when Rocky came down, he was a uh, he was a black cowboy with a Canadian accent, and then we always yeah. bug everybody out when he would cut promos. And he would cut promos with a Canadian accent at first, and everybody would kind of look at him and and laugh because they, they had never seen it before. But um, yeah, Rocky Johnson, what a what a big man! <laughs> like I see pictures of him in yeah. Atlas, and it's like Jesus, he was humongous. He really was. Yeah, I, I, I got to tell you a funny story. I don't know if you, have, you guys haven't heard it already, but when uh, Rocky Johnson was uh, uh, dabbling into amateur wrestling, right? Yeah. He got disqualified one time in one of his matches because he threw a drop kick on his opponent. <laughs> 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 That's the story I heard. I, I always pop every time I hear that story. Oh, my God. Let's um... – let, let's go to St. Louis. I'm going to get Tora on, and we still have uh, Rat Boy waiting in the wings as well. What's going on, Tora? How are you doing tonight? I'm doing great. Good. I'm glad to hear that, Tora. No matter how effed up the world is, you're always like, I'm doing great. Yeah. Yeah. You see, I What's had the... you on my on my Facebook page. Well, you created the new account, 
And I added it. So now we're friends like 18 times now. Yep. 18 times. Which one? What's this one? Like, her name is like Tor Tor Dun Dun or something now, right? Isn't that it? Toto Dun. T-O-E-T-O-E. Now do you have a big toe or something? No. What happened was my daughter's Facebook page had got hacked from a guy named John Mack. Dustin. Oh, okay. I thought Dustin. And I had to figure something out to reopen a new page. So that's where I had opened the new page. Can you change the password on one of the old ones? Uh, yeah, if I can remember it. I got you. So maybe it's not so much that you got hacked, is that you don't remember all your passwords for all your accounts. Right, I got hacked. Okay. Uh, And that's what I say when I get into trouble, too. mm Mm-hmm. And let's see, next uh, week is my birthday. Yeah, I'm excited for that. We'll have to celebrate. Uh, what what's uh what kind of cake are you getting? Um, chocolate brownie. I love chocolate brownie tour. You know what I'm talking about. I love chocolate brownie. Mhm. <laughs> it made like chocolate cake. Yep. That's cool, Thor. So did you watch the Elimination yeah. Chamber? Yeah, I watched it. It got so boring. What do you think? You know, Randy Orton is a jerk. You guys should throw him out of St. Louis. I know. And, like, drinking that, like, I mean, he had that black sludge coming out of his mouth. Why is he drinking the water in St. Louis in the first place? <laughs> right. Okay. Well, tour. This is fun. No, that's 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 it's the so Flint, much Michigan fun. water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the Flint, Michigan. Yep. <laughs> yep. No, that's the, the Trenton water. What are you showing me now? He's got to show me a shrunken head. That's cool, Rad. We'll get to you in a second. <laughs> Anything else, Tora? Yeah. So if you go on my daughter's page. Um, he will start asking you questions about have you heard the agency that he's dealing with. Okay. Well, I can ask him if you want. Yeah, but don't give him no Your information. Your daughter has account, so which one is it? Um, Brianna Inside. She got one with that? the... Um, she got one with the um, Grand Theft Auto. A Grand Theft Auto, okay, that one? Yeah. And then she got the other one with her picture of her. I'm getting drug under the ring, Tora. Uh-oh. This has been fun, Tora. Take care. Yeah. Quick fan. You too. Love you, honey. Yeah, yeah, me too. Bye. Even though they have nothing to say. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking
Speaking of nothing uh-huh. to say, uh, I am, uh, here we go. What's going on, Rat Boy? Let's destroy the elimination chamber. Elimination. Elimination. <laughs> Your hair's looking wild, homie. You need me to send Brutus the Barber over? Looking yeah. pretty bright, right, boy? Looking yeah. pretty bright. Tell you what, man. Going He's looking like AJ Styles. <laughs> if he was on a cocaine bender. Tell you what, they didn't really do a couple curveballs. <laughs> It did? Well, what was a curveball? Because I called almost that entire show. What was a curveball? Okay. All right. You there? <laughs> and See, this is a right. crappy internet connection. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it is that they uh, threw another curveball at us. Yeah. What's that? I just keep hearing him yeah. say curveball, and then he's dropping out. That's it, yeah. That's it. Curveball. He's got that Love shaggy ball. look going on. Scooby yeah, Doo. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. No, mm-hmm. It's going to be a double curveball next mm-hmm. week oh. on roll. Mm-hmm. We mm-hmm. do many back. Strike, you're right. Mm-hmm. And pick up Bobby Lashley. Oh, you know, I, I, okay. I, I hope to God they don't wait until Fastlane to bring Drew McIntyre back. I hope Ratboy's right. I'm thinking after Lashley wins the belt, Drew just comes out and destroys him the same way. That's what I'm hoping. I don't know. It's going to be Drew McIntyre versus mm-hmm. I'm also hoping, I'm also hoping that John Morrison comes out with like the Brutus the Barber scissors and, uh, just, just neuters the bunny. I, I hate that guy. What is that bunny? He's on my TV every five seconds. That bunny. I, I want to see the Miz put up his belt okay. versus Bugs Bunny or a Bad Bunny. Bad. Put up his belt. That's back and One of those bunnies. One of the bunnies, yeah. <laughs> Silly I'd rather, so yeah, I'd rather have bunny? a Playboy bunny. I got paper with bunnies. I'll bet you do. Yeah, I bet you do. Uh, I got paper with China on. <laughs> you probably got Sable right there, too. You don't you need know, to show it. Of, you know what I saw? I, 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 I saw got a, it. I can I, dig a map. Right, hold on, Rapper. What's that, Derek? I, know, I was going to say, I saw a picture that said Bobby Lashley right now is the same age as Bob Backlund when he beat Bret Hart for the world title. And that's amazing to me. They don't look like they don't look like oh, wow. they're the same true? type of person. Yeah. How old is Lashley? I thought he was like in his early 40s. I believe he's 44, and Bob Backlund was 44 when he beat Butt. And and Backlund was doing Wait. that UWS stuff too in Japan in the 90s as well. Yeah. Wow. So like Backlund, when he stepped away in like 83 or whatever, like he was in his like early 30s. Yeah, and. They said he had left to like start doing like bricklaying work and concrete work, but he just got a regular <laughs> job. That's a, I love Bob we Backlund. He's the best. He's the best. We, we were talking about him last week. I, I was saying that, uh, like Ray was saying that he wants a uh, comprehensive like DVD set, you know, or like mm-hmm. or a comprehensive network special or whatever. 
And I said, you should have to name the U.S. presidents in order to unlock the content. <laughs> remember that? I, I remember when, when he was going yeah. crazy. He used to have he everybody. Like, I, I, do you remember the story from when he was in Impact Wrestling? And he was, like, dragging the suitcase through the mud in the pouring rain. He had, like, two miles to go to the arena. And I think it was, like, Robbie E. stopped and offered to give him a ride, and he said no, that it built character. That's great, Was that that Tori Wilson wrestling? What was the other one, Tori? Tori Unsee. Okay. I remember when I was a kid. Yeah, don't open the pages. We're PG here. (laughs) I remember remember he was going on a ride. And he was like, Message him to me later. Now I'm kidding. What did he say? Oh, he said, I have never eaten marijuana. And I remember being a kid like, huh? <laughs> yeah, like, I've never is... eaten marijuana. <laughs> <laughs> <He's just ranting. laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. I love Bob. He was great. He really was. He was. I, uh, yeah. That's so hard to believe that Lashley's that age. Yeah, I saw that. I was like, get out of here. Because yeah. I thought he was, like, so old when he did that. <laughs> right? He, yeah, he looked he looked so different than, and yeah. he looked and so he's different like my than everybody else there. Yeah, it, it's, yeah, it's nuts. But I loved when he snapped. I, I, was, I was saying, like, you haven't been here, like, the last couple of weeks. I was talking about how, like, like, in high school, like, you know, you get in trouble for, like, cutting classes or whatever, sneaking away to, like, McDonald's. We used to get in trouble for shoot fighting in the locker room. Like, I, we'd be locking, like, chicken wings and sharpshooters on each other. Figure fours. Like, the chicken wing was amazing. Like, I would, like, lock it on, like, a bigger guy. I'd, like, hop on his back. And, like, the disciplinarian would come in, you know, and we'd all be in trouble. Uh, but it was amazing. Like, that, I, that yeah. That is, is, is dangerous. When I was in, we were in wrestling practice. It is. In high school. Yeah. And one of my buddies put it on me, and he could have ended my, my life. Like, it, my shoulder was ripping out of the socket. Yeah. I was like, God, tear God, it right how out. Brett, I was like, how Brett stood in that thing for like 20 minutes at Survivor Series is beyond <laughs> me. And you know he was holding it tight. Yeah. I, um, <laughs> the other, the other one for me was the, uh, the arm bar. I, I like the, the Craig Pittman gimmick, you know, like that. The... Oh. <laughs> and I had no idea how dangerous that was. You know, I could be going around breaking people's arms. I had no idea. I used yeah. to really lay that on my body. That's dangerous. That damn that damn R bar is scary. It is. You're like bending it the wrong way. Yep. Crazy. Rap boy, I'd like to arm bar you. <clears throat> Rap boy would look like one of the Bailey buddies if I did that. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, I, I think I'm off for Bobby Laddie that time. That he will come world champion. I'm going with probably Lazzy. Yeah, I think so. Me too. Rafa. I think so. You'd be a fool so not to. What you trying to do? Might be yeah. one either way, but yeah, I got you. come back next week, and that's where you're going to set up maybe for fashion a triple threat match. Yeah. Hopefully Bad Bunny wins the belt before uh No, I'm only kidding. I don't want that to happen. I hate that guy. What? He's so stupid. He's so stupid. Is his haircut? What, what did he do? I mean, what you're doing now? Well, first of all, it's a dumb name. 
Okay. Well, I can't argue that. I can't argue that yeah. at all. And what's he he's walking around with like a bright like neon shirt with like a bunny on it like that? I don't know. Like Meek Mill, like his name is at least like Millie whatever. Like I, he like it. It's like it's a play on. Uh, is this guy really like a friggin' rabbit? Like what? What? No, no the, the origin was. I know the origin of it. You know the origin? Yeah, he. He had a photo of himself in a bunny costume, like, when he was a kid, and, like, I guess one of his relatives said he looked like a bad bunny or something like that. Like, yeah. Yeah. So he's not very something original like is what we learned. I got you. You ever see the commercial uh, he has with Snoop Dogg? You ever see the commercial he has with Snoop Dogg? Hold on, Rapper. Hold on. Say that you again. See the commercial he, has, he has a commercial with Snoop Dogg where Snoop Dogg calls him. And Snoop goes, what up, baby? And he goes, no, it's not baby, it's Barney. And I just started, for some reason, yeah. that is hilarious <laughs> to me. And I laugh every time I see it. <laughs> I did see that. I I want Damien Priest to get that Bunny the Razor to turn on him. and just turn on him. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh. Yes. I want evil Damien Priest. I don't want him to shoot him with this, a real bow and arrow. Fan, I don't want this handshaking with Edge Damien Priest. I want evil Damien Priest. Yeah, dude. I yeah. I want the Punisher, man. I I don't I don't want this nonsense. Yeah. The Archer of Infamy. He'll be coming out dressed like Robin Hood next. I guarantee you. I saw him with Kevin Sullivan in Ring of Honor, and I want that. I want that priest. Yeah. Now I you're gonna get this. the one dancing with the mamas next no. WrestleMania. Look, I'll say this. <laughs> Damien Priest did. So, <laughs> somebody likes him. You're going to get Kurgan. They, they, put him, <laughs> they put him next to the celebrity, so somebody must like him. So at least he has that going. Right. At least he's not one of these guys who got called up and they're just like, oh, we don't know. He's what got do a good you. personality. So, yeah. 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 But Bad Bunny's stupid. And, like, that's a, Steve, I'm sorry. Like, I don't know if you like that guy, but, like, I, I don't know. So, no. like, name yourself, like, your hardcore rap name is, like, what you did when you were five years old. Well, my mom put me in a belly shirt. What would that make me, be- belly shirt Brady? Would that be my oh, rap name? Winnie the Pooh. You call yourself Pooh Bear. Winnie the Pooh. No, I'm very, <laughs> there you are. I'm very indifferent. I see coming at though. What's that? You know, I know, I, I, I I know where they're coming at. I think they're going to have Bad Bunny versus mm-hmm. Bow Wow. Because Bow Wow no, is in the train. No. God, Bow Wow just won in. They better he not. He just won in. Don't make him a tag team. Do, I think they're going to do, uh, they're gonna do Bunny and Priest versus Miz and Morrison at Mania. That's, that's what I think they're going to end up doing. Probably. If I had the pencil, if I had the pencil I'd want Priest and Black as a the tag pencil. team. Yeah. I want Priest and Black together. I think those would be a good I think Alistair Black is going to be done, dude. I think they would have brought that him back it. by now if they were going to. I yeah. thought he should have showed up at the Rumble, and he didn't. So. I think he's going to be a. I think I think he's going to be a WrestleMania cut. I I hate to say it. Um, that infuriates me. Maybe because you have two nights. Maybe maybe they could bring him back with Andrade as a tag team. I could see that. Because they, um, they had some real he, great feuds. 
Is he on SmackDown? They just need to send him send him to SmackDown. That's where that's where careers go to get revived. Just send him to SmackDown. Yeah. And, well, he's, and let, and let he's, me figure that out. He's listed on SmackDown. I, not, and he, wanted, he wanted to go to NXT, but they wouldn't let him. Yeah, which I don't understand yeah. that. I don't know. Why, I don't know why they refuse guys. Just well, let him go to NXT. That's because they're punishing him for his for his uh, wife. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. It's a shame. I. I uh, but like the Andrade thing, that, like I wasn't necessarily an Alistair Black fan. Like I understand there's a lot he can do, but he wasn't somebody that necessarily captured my attention. But Andrade, that kills me because I thought that guy had like oodles of potential. And I look yeah. at like the pairing that he had with Sammy Garza, or not Sammy Garza, uh, um, Angel Garza. Angel Garza. Um, yeah. I'm confused with my guys. Angel Garza. That pairing was like great together. And, and, and it was during, different, and it was fun, yep. and they split them up, and, and now one isn't on TV, and the other one is just nothing now. And it sucks because when when COVID, when, you know, when the pandemic first hit bad and they were doing those shows from the PC, yeah, Garza and Andrade were like the workhorses of the of the show every Monday. Like, they were doing everything They'd be on sometimes two, three times. Yeah, and it's just like... Oh, forget about it. Heyman's not in charge anymore. Let's just it's like Pritchard just can't stand those guys anymore. Yeah. Yeah, it's a shame. When is that Wells uh this um album coming out? Uh he's training right now, Apple. He's 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 at Rakishi's wrestling school, so I don't even know if he's ready to do anything, but you gotta yeah, you gotta call the hip hop show if you wanna know about his uh yeah, yeah. I, I listen to hip hop rap, boy. I couldn't tell you the last time I listened to a, a little Bow Wow album. Like it's been at least a decade. I've been watching. I've been working my way through Glee, so that'll tell you about how much I know about it all. <laughs> Don't feel bad. I'm I'm watching Curb, <laughs> so I'm I'm behind on, on certain shows too. Nice. <laughs> I, I love Bow Wow and Row Bounce, though, man. I love that film. Oh, what Give a movie! Row Bounce. Tim and Mike Epps. What a yeah. great movie. I got a few questions for everybody. Okay. All right, then I'm going to let you go, Rat Boy. What's your question? What is that? Who do you think is going to win in NWA, the Shaq versus Cody Rhodes? Did you just call him the Shaq? He did. That is a great inspirational movie. He's a structure, you see. The Shaq. He's a structure. (laughs) The Shaq. I got one more thing I got to say. Okay. Uh, okay. I think Cody's going to win because Cody always wins. <laughs> Maybe Shaq will bring uh, the Milton kid for the commercial. Maybe the little Milton right. kid he's sitting down yeah. with. <laughs> I, hope, I hope that when they do the match that uh, that they put Cody's kid on the line so that Shaq becomes the father if Cody doesn't win. Jesus oh, man. That'd be amazing. What year? I just I just don't want Shaq to get hurt. I just don't want Shaq to get hurt. That's all. I just don't want him to get hurt. I want Charles Barkley to fight Shaq. That would be better. That's what I would do. That's stupid. That's See Charles Barkley come out with a chair. But what's your thing, Rat Boy? Then I'm gonna let you go. I'm gonna say. Go back to video. Make sure you pick up Phil Rockner's book right here. I'm promoting it. Uh, okay. What's the All name right. of it, Yeah, I didn't know it was broken. Be sure to check it out. 
All right, brother. I'll talk to you soon. Love you, Raptor. There you go. <laughs> Plugging the book still. Uh, that guy's always working, I got to tell you. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, you know, it's... um. I thought Elimination Chamber was very good. Like all kidding aside, yeah, I, I thought that um, I thought they did a, a good yeah. job from top to bottom. Um, for the first time I can remember in a long time, I was excited to see both Raw and SmackDown this week, and I still am. You know, yeah. I I um I like the setup for everything. I, I know this is the time of the year where they're supposed to get your attention. Um, mm-hmm. Even NXT, like. You know the stuff they're doing with O'Reilly and 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 Adam and Cole, Cole and, and Finn yeah. Balor, like it's 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 good, it's really good. So, yeah. and, and then you and got AEW, think, you know, and yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say I think an unsung hero of these shows has been uh, Sami Zayn. Like I thought Sami Zayn was amazing in the in the chamber. I think this character is. I didn't know he had it in him. But I love conspiracy theory, Sammy. Um, it, it's funny. I, I love it. He's like an old Good school fan of Cowley Hill. I love that. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, they got me distracted. Uh, <laughs> it's been good. It, it's been really good. And... Uh, I think that's about it. <laughs> Steve, anything else you wanted to mention? Uh, I'm looking forward to the exploding barbed wire death match. Are you really? You're oh, kidding, yeah. right? On oh, yeah. AEW Revolution. No, no. I like I love Onita Funk. Like that's one of my favorite matches. Um that barbed wire matches. So I, I remember seeing Sabu and Abyss and like the that's TNA barbed wire matches. Hey, I mean, um, to each their own. Um, I think it's uh, pretty exciting. Oh, I had a question to ask you guys while we're talking about AEW. Um, and maybe it's just me, so that's why I want to present it to everybody. Is Impact, are they getting anything out of this deal with AEW? <laughs> yeah, they're getting trashed. <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> I was like, like what's going on? It's it's just it's it's kind they of got, like, uh, fashioning. They got Finn and then um <laughs> the club maybe. has been on AEW. The club has been doing really good in yeah. AEW, so maybe maybe yeah, you know fans that follow yeah. the club can follow Impact more to see them. I don't know. Don't you think, though, that, like, when all this is over, they're just going to be on AEW and not TNA? Because that's what it looks like. Probably. Yeah, they're signing there, yeah. yeah. I mean, the only thing Impact got out of this was Zack Ryder. <laughs> I don't think he's even – I think he's signed with them now. Like, I, probably. Yeah, Ryder was very part-time, though. He didn't want to commit to AEW. Like – there were some matches I was like excited to see um, that yeah. now maybe they'll happen down the road. But like, as of right now, like I look and it's like, other than the club, nobody's really benefited from 
you know, other than Omega being on both shows, it, it, I don't really see where anybody <laughs> like Don and and Don Callis. That's and I don't oh, yeah, work yeah. for Impact because there's some talent like like they need women on AEW. I would go, hey, give me some of these girls that you have to come work my show and work with the girls that I have. I, I if I was AEW, and, I'd be taking all those Impact girls. And 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 Derek, are you watching Impact Wrestling or are you only watching AEW? I I only watch AEW. I, I I'll glimpse okay. at, at, I'll glimpse at Impact. Um, yeah, here and there, but for the most part, I, if I see them through AEW. I've been watching it, like, pretty much mm-hmm. every week the last month, month and a half. And um, aside from the angles involving AEW guys, mm-hmm. it mostly feels like a, an indie show with Tommy Dreamer. Yeah, I so saw he had, like, a world title shot. I did see that. Well, I don't, the whole thing, he's like, he had his 50th birthday. I guess they're doing, like, this whole homage to Terry Funk. Which is interesting, mm-hmm. but they in in it in TNA like they don't resolve things in like a week or two. They drag them out for months on end. Yeah. They'll give you like three minutes a week of something. So it, I don't know. The whole thing is like kind of strange. Um, yeah, that that's the best way to put it. Is kind of strange. Um, if I were rich, if I were rich one, I would be pissed. That I'm your heavyweight champion, and they spend all their time talking about Kenny Omega. See, yeah. that's what I thought. I, I thought I, it was. I thought Rich Swan was going to be the guy to like stand up and defend Impact against Omega yeah. in the beginning, and I was like, okay, you have my attention. And then it's like, yeah. it's kind of going by the wayside, and it's like, oh, that was such a great. And he's getting story suckered by Moose instead. Yeah. yeah, it's like they're doing their own storylines, like AEW doesn't exist on there. And then AEW is coming in for their own segments. And then I, I on AEW, it's a couple random impact guys interjecting themselves like an invasion. It's weird. I thought it was interesting. And now, that, like with uh, New Japan, it, I don't know. The whole thing is just bizarro. That'd be great if like, WWE invaded next because I know they said they'd work with anybody. Yeah, I, I saw Kenny Omega said he he um <laughs> he said he thinks it can happen. He said from the conversations he's had with Triple H, he thinks Triple H would be willing to do business. And he said he if it ever came up, you know, that they were willing to talk to WWE, he said he would fight tooth and nail to make it happen. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. Re- wrestling's strange. I'll, I'll never I, like I know Moxley said it'll never happen. It's cool to think about, but. Wrestling is a weird, weird, weird business, man. So I, I would never say never. I know Kenny wants a match with AJ WrestleMania. And then uh, I know uh, uh, Finn Deuce recently worked at Impact uh, event. So it's pretty interesting because I, I kind of thought New Japan and uh, Impact's relationship was over. So it's pretty interesting that they're working together and and yeah, Cody said something about wanting to or being open to working with WWE, and I kind of think it's unlikely, but um, it's interesting that they're speaking up like that. I mean, if I'm Tony Khan, I would I would love the idea of I would love the idea of Roman Reigns like showing up on my television. Oh, I would love it. Yeah, 
I don't know. I would like to see Finn Balor uh, with the at Omega and the club. I think that'd be pretty cool. Getting a full club type reunion. Like I always tell people, I always wanted to see Roman Reigns like in New Japan because he's that type of guy that fans over there love. I know New Japan fans in America probably most of them would probably disagree with that. But if Roman Reigns showed up on a Tokyo Tokyo Dome show, those people would go nuts. He's a big scary Samoan. Absolutely. That's, that's right up the well, alley. I think, I think him and Tama Tonga teaming up would shock the world because they had some internet beef. Yeah, wrestling. Like I said, wrestling's a look. I saw Shane McMahon on Nitro twenty years ago. You know, so there's there's been crazier things that have happened in, in this industry. Um, I think it's going to take a lot of a lot of different parts to move into place and things to to work out. And, but I think eventually we could see whether it be WWE in New Japan or. WWE and AEW, I think eventually we'll see something, probably not in the near future, but I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. We're, uh, we're laying out angles here on this. <laughs> Look at the book of the show. Uh, John Tennant just squashed the Hulkster. <laughs> uh, yeah, I... I um. For those who aren't, you guys don't have the video, so you're not privy to this. Uh, I invaded my uh, my parents' house this week, brought home all the action figures that I had from when I was little. So I get the whole set here. So I've been playing with action figures all night, and it's been amazing. <laughs> and John Tanner literally a, just squashed the Hulkster. You gotta get fire. You gotta get a fire for wrestling world. You're behind, so you gotta yeah. You gotta yeah. get these. You gotta get these exploding barbed wire death matches going with the John Tenta in there. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Good old Mox. Is Moxley is Moxley running through all these people because he's leaving soon? Doesn't it seem like he's running through everybody now? It's like there's not going to be much left for him to do. At the well, he's also. He's got a he's got a kid coming, so maybe he wants to take time off for that, like Seth Rollins did for a little bit. Hey, I can't do it. Yeah, there you go. I I know he <laughs> said, I know he's you know he said you know I don't hate money and I'd be willing to listen to WWE if they wanted to talk. So it's just he's he's running through a lot of things now. Um, <laughs> I don't know. It's, I feel like it's going to be interesting the next couple of couple of months in professional wrestling because uh, there's going to be a lot of money thrown around. I think and. A lot of people are going to be willing so. to do things they weren't willing to do years ago. Yeah. I think so. He's <clears throat> had to be a huge oh, I, I think. Yeah, I, I, I think. Uh, <laughs> I think once Vince and them got the, like that billion for for the Peacock deal and all, I think that kind of changed things a little bit. And uh, definitely. You know, John Morrison said. Yeah, John Morrison said he came back because they threw a number at him. He couldn't turn, you know, he'd be stupid to refuse. So it looks like they're willing to throw money at people they care about. They really want. Do you think with the Peacock deal, uh, because it's clear to me that, like, WWE realizes that, like, in spite of all the time and energy that they're putting into current content, I think they realize that a lot of, like, their bread and butter is, like, 
their archives at this point and all the you know everything that they've accumulated. Do you think they're ever going to reach a point where they sell all that? You know, for the first time ever, I'm starting to think Vince can be convinced to sell the company. Like I, I, I'm be, thinking so too, especially as he gets older. Yeah, I think he, yeah, I think he's going to get older. And he's going to look and he's going to get an offer. And he's, he's going to be like, I, I don't know if I can trust Steph and Triple H, so let me sell the company. Well, Shane can't and leave run in it. Charge. <laughs> yeah, Shane, <laughs> all he wants to do is jump off stuff. He just wants to jump off stuff and, and dance. But um, I, I think I would be surprised if five, ten years as Vince gets older, he sells it to like a Disney or something, and he leaves Stephanie and, and, and Triple H in charge of the company with somebody else owning it. It's it seeming very likely. <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> I, yeah, I I get the feeling. I get the real feeling that like it's it's a definitive possibility that uh, yeah, things are not looking as absolute as they used to. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. And WrestleMania, I think, is going to be the first one on the Peacock, right? So, that really sounds... Good. On the Peacock. I still don't <laughs> dig the name. The Peacock. <laughs> like, are we supposed to call it the Peacock? Yeah, Peacock, yeah. That's what we're supposed to call it. Uh. Uh. Yeah, well, good stuff. All right, um... So I think uh I think we'll start to wind down. I, I um I apologize if I'm all disjointed tonight, guys. I uh <laughs> having a little too much fun with my toys, I think. Um That's what she said. <laughs> bump bump. Yeah. Oh god. <laughs> all right. Uh so Steve, did you have anything else you wanted to add before we get out of here? No, just look. Uh, just listen to WCW Retro, and um, always yes. enjoy calling in. Best celebrity uh, this week, which will be cool. Um, I, I I'm voting RoboCop just for the record. <laughs> RoboCop. All right. Although Chucky was pretty good too. So. Yeah. <laughs> um, Andy Kaufman. Mm. He started. Yeah. Off. Yeah. Classic. Classic. I'll take it. But yeah, save them for Thursday. It's going to be an amazing show. Um, there was something else topic-wise that I had all night. I kept thinking I got to get around to this, and I never did. And now I don't remember what it was because my brain is mush, as uh, <laughs> Robert De Niro would say. My brain is mush. Ooh, um, I got a big one for Thursday. I'll save it. There you go. Is it Bad Bunny? No, it's not. <laughs> okay, all right. Thank you, Bad Bunny. I was really hoping that Bad Bunny only won that title to go on Saturday Night Live and then they'd take it off him last night. What is this? I, I used I to have one could, uh, I think they could that do some showing good us stuff our uh, I think they I had do some good stuff with R-Truth if they just let R-Truth be himself. Yeah. What are you saying? He's not been himself so far? 
No, if, if you just let him do his own comedy, I think, like, I thought he should have oh, yeah, yeah, on yeah. SNL. He should have been on yeah. SNL. Well, he clearly is writing his own stuff, yeah. Yeah. I would have had him sh- show up in SNL and do something, and but, you know, that's what, that's, that's what I thought it was leading to. I kind of did, too. That would have been amazing. <laughs> It'd be painful during the opening monologue. <laughs> or, I mean, during the musical yeah. presentation. Something. So. Yeah, good stuff. Uh, Derek, did you have anything you wanted to plug on the way out? Uh, no, good to be back. Uh, I'll be back next week. Good to have you back. Snow. We really missed you. It, Sorry. Uh, it's been snowing up here. Like, you know, Brad, it's been snowing like every other every, day. Every other like day. Last couple of years, so. But uh, I think we're in the clear I, now. I, I got into a fight with Kelly. We have this, like, towel downstairs that we throw our boots on. Mm-hmm. And um, after the first storm, I washed it, and then it snowed again. Mm-hmm. And then after the second storm, after the second storm, I said to Kelly, I don't want to wash it because I touched the thing, and it snowed again. So then she's <laughs> like, oh, you got to wash it. So, like, I washed it, and it snowed a third time. So now I put my <laughs> foot down. I'm like, I'm not washing this damn thing again. And then the other day, and she's, like, giving me a hard time about it. I felt bad. And then, like, the other day, I go to wash it, mm-hmm. and I literally come up from the basement, and it's it's snowing. It wasn't even supposed to friggin' snow, and it's snowing. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, I said to her, that blanket, can that, that towel can stay there to the end of time. I ain't touching that thing again. Um, she, she does laundry, too, so she can do it. Um, yeah. Because every time I touch it, it snows. So. Yeah, and I'm superstitious uh, AF, so... Um, I also wanted to say, I, I know it's not really wrestling related, but uh, I am um, disappointed by all the Carson Wentz stuff. I, oh. Uh, oh. It's killing me. Look. It's killing me. And I was really hoping, Derek, I was hoping, like, when people saw the Super Bowl, and see what mm-hmm. happens when you don't have an offensive line to protect you. But the yeah. only message people get out of it is that Tom Brady is, Tom Brady is the best. Um, oh. Nobody saw a parallel, and, and I, it's killing. I've been having that fight. I've been having that fight since the Super Bowl. Um, people at work have oh, Patrick Mahomes isn't everything. He's, you know, he's cracked up to be. I was like, look, the fact that that yeah, guy like, got within field goal range – at any point in that game, it was a miracle because every time he hiked the ball, it was four guys in his face before he could drop back to even look to see who was out there. I've never seen someone take a spear and as they're about to hit the grass, connect on a 50-yard pass that the guy drops. I've never seen that. My cousins in Philadelphia, they were like, you know, I'm glad Wentz is going. And I go, look, he's going to go to a team – He's going to a team in Indy that has one of the best offensive lines in football. I said, so yep. if he fails, it won't be because he's getting tackled. It's because With he Frank Wright, said, by the way. Yeah, I said, so yeah. don't be surprised if he has a turnaround year and he actually looks like a quarterback because he can stand up and actually play the position though. Yep. Yep. It, it's horrible. It, it's horrible. Uh, I, I don't know. I just feel like... That team won, and now we have to do everything we can to distance ourselves from anybody that was remotely successful. So and we'll see. I thought, I thought and, and then they're going to take a had... pick with a sixth pick, Derek, and it kills me. They're going to take <laughs> a quarterback. Thought, I know it. I thought you guys got rid of Peterson because he didn't get along with Wentz, and once they fired Peterson, That's I was what like, they oh, said. Well, Wentz is staying. 
You have to oh, what's this yeah. thing about? Now they're both gone. Right. I yeah. I apparently they went in there and said, What's your plan? And he said, I don't want to change a damn thing. You guys need to give me more say and they didn't like that answer. Oh, you can't say after the season he had, you can't say that. You can't walk in a week well, and say that. Well, I mean, they made him like they made him do like a Frankenstein like coaching. He didn't even have a coordinator this year. You're complaining yeah, that he's like not playing plays well. He's got two consultants. He's got 18 people mm-hmm. in that room. A quarterback who's confused. A second quarterback who everybody thinks is the second coming of the Messiah because no one has any tape on him. And yeah. we're supposed to act like this is like the most. <sighs> yeah. It's. I'm frustrated. Like I said. I told my cousins, I said, look, you guys better be glad Hurts can run because he's going to be running all yeah. next season if you don't fix that offensive line. Yeah. And then anybody who thinks that Carson Wentz is that much of a jerk, I just want to point to the fact that he's not allowed to have his number in Indy. Because yes, I saw, he, I saw that. Did you see that? He called it. This is amazing. He calls the rookie receiver that has his number and says, how married are you to number 11? And this kid says, I want to keep it. And Carson says, mm-hmm. all right, I was going to change it anyway. <laughs> well, then why kid... did you call if you were going to change it anyway? <laughs> and the kid goes to the media goes, it's not even enough for debate. There's not enough money in the world. I'm like, Jesus. You're what a jerk. Come on. What are you doing? Well, you know what will happen. Carson will get him cut in a year. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that put him kid, he's got to go. <laughs> Get him out of here. And I'm wearing number 11. Yeah. Ugh. Whatever, man. Whatever. Everybody. Yeah. Yeah. I have too much that, like, I could I could go off for an hour and a half just about I the Eagles. Imagine. and. You know, the, the it's a mess. Freaking general when manager. Down, when I saw it go down, the only thing I think of was you, bro. I was like, oh, poor Brady. I can only imagine how I he know. was playing in that city. And then I got these jerks, like, you know, oh, it's rumored, like, the Eagles are going to trade with the Bears and they're going to get foals in exchange. And it's like, stop playing with me. Like, <laughs> they're going to they're gonna, they're gonna unload their high-priced backup and Tyreek Cohen, an injured running back, an injured undersized running back, as if the Eagles don't have enough of those. Um, yeah. Whatever. Whatever. And the freaking general manager. That burns me up, man. This guy has one good year. They want to act like they're in cat trouble. They want to act like it's Wentz's fault that they're in cat trouble. If they offered me $500 million, I would sign that contract. Yep. Yep. It's not his fault. Yeah. How are you going to get mad at him? You you offered it to him. You want him to say no? Right. Yeah. I guarantee you, if if Wentz was allowed to give some of that money back just to get out of town easier, he would have done it. He's not allowed yeah, it to. Yeah, it seems like it. Yeah, it, it seemed like he was done. He had had enough. And then they not yeah. sure reports, like, after the season, they're like, oh, they're going to try to repair it. And I'm thinking in my head, there's no way you can yeah. repair it. It's no way. Well, apparently, like, like when the new coach called him, Sirianni, he called him. And mm-hmm. they were like, oh, yeah, they had a very productive conversation. Well, it comes out this week. That Carson Wentz's very productive conversation was, no offense, coach, but I'm mentally checked out and I don't want to be here anymore. That was their productive <laughs> conversation. We found out some things. It was great. <laughs> yeah. 
So this guy, this guy got hired because he was going to come up with a plan for Carson Wentz, and they didn't think that they thought just because he wasn't answering their phone calls that he would answer the coach and everything would be better. Yeah, the guy he doesn't know. Ugh. Yeah, I'm going to pick up the phone for him. Yeah, and here's another one. Here's another funny. I, I got these all night, Stroud. I could go all night with this nonsense. <laughs> they had. Do you know Doug Peterson's son mm-hmm. is going into the NFL draft this year? Is he? Wow. He's a tight end. I forget where he plays, Auburn or something. I forget where he plays. He's a tight end. And um, they asked him if he would like to go to the Eagles. And he goes, well, yeah, I mean, I would love it, but I'll probably get booed. <laughs> we can Come on. <laughs> oh, he just won a uh, Super Bowl. What was that three years ago? Three years, yeah. That's nuts. Three years. If we were the Giants, we'd be getting ready for our second one right now. I was about to say, when you win one, usually that gives you like at least ten years of of some type of leeway. Maybe six to seven years. Uh, I, I'm not saying Carson Wentz was the problem. But they have gone out of their way to give this guy everything that he wanted along the way. They got rid of the backup quarterback. They gave him all that money. Mm-hmm. And then they throw it all away in a half a season because he got a concussion last year in a playoff game. Yeah, you just paid him. Like, you don't see them. You don't see guys get the big money contract yeah. one year, and then the next year it's like, all right, thanks. But you, they'll hold it, on to a bad guy for a couple of years just because just yeah. they don't want to eat the money. If they take a quarterback this year, then they're the Cleveland Browns. I can't do it. <laughs> That'll be two quarterbacks in two years after getting rid of their $130 million quarterback. That is very Cleveland Browns, yeah. Wow. That is exactly what they would do. They're only lucky that Baker Mayfield can somewhat play. True. Otherwise, yeah, he, they'd be drafting a quarterback, guy. too. Yeah, in he, fact, he, he was on. In fact, now. he was on the chopping block this time last year, wasn't he? Because he yep, underperformed yeah. that year. <laughs> yeah, they didn't know if he was the guy or not. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I got that off my chest. I feel a little better. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Derek, did you have anything you wanted to plug? I forget if I even asked you at this point. Uh, no, I just said you know I'm happy to be back and uh, I'm looking forward to coming yeah. back next week. Absolutely, and we'll be very happy to have you. Stro, what do you got going on this week, man? Well, Thursday night at WCW Retro, uh, we'll be talking about celebrities, appearances in wrestling, uh, 19 Eastern Standard Time, of course, on com. And this Friday night on my horror sci-fi show, The Stro Zone, my Facebook page, uh, facebook.com slash Maestro at midnight Eastern Standard Time. The feature will be Bride of the Monsters. Sorry, Barrel of Ghosty. So please tune in. All right. Uh, thank you, everybody, for tuning in to this week's edition of In the Room, right here live on the VOC Nation Radio Network. It was great to talk with all of you guys. Uh, thank you to all the callers. Thank you to the best casting crew I could ever ask for. Kathy, Stro, Derek, Ray, Mac Grimm. Uh, it's just great to, uh, to be surrounded with so much talent. Uh, and it, it is uh, it's energetic. It's always a highlight of the week for sure. So thank you, everybody, for checking that out. ECWA returns in April with Night of Unusual Matches. May is the Super 8 tournament. We're going to be talking about that in a whole bunch in the coming uh, 
in the coming weeks. So be sure to stay tuned there. Uh, and everybody, take care of yourselves. Be good to one another. And we'll talk to you real soon. Bye-bye.